Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. History has been made. Donald Trump's mugshot shattering the internet over 200 million views. And the New York Times, oh, they're, they're mildly perturbed here because all of the Trump allies are smiling in their mugshots. But that can't be. They quite literally wrote an article asking why people are smiling because they're losing their minds. We'll talk about that stuff. Plus, uh, just just in general about Trump, one of the one of the article, uh, other articles is popping up is they're all furious that Trump listed his weight as 215. We'll definitely talk about that. And then we got Oliver Anthony. I absolutely love this. Oliver Anthony roasting the GOP for playing his song during the debate. And he's like, I wrote that song about you. And I just love it. Because I'm not going to pretend to speak for that guy. He speaks for, Oliver Anthony speaks for himself. But I love the idea that they played that song for people up there demanding war. Oliver Anthony literally criticizes it. You got money for proxy wars, but not for the people here. And I'm like, yes. And that's just like general populism. So we're going to talk about all that. But before we get started, my friends, check out carryjans.substack.com. The Dirty Realist, link is in the description description below. Carrie Jans, a member of Timcast. Friday is our member shout out is a therapist who is, uh, well, let me, let me give you the full description. I have a better description. Dr. Carrie Jane is a therapist, writer, and author with a subsect page, The Dirty Realist, where she writes about shifting culture, destroying mental health, and how to fight back. She's got a fiction novel coming out later this year based on her own struggles and path to identity. Action-packed and chaotic story with an overall message that promotes individualism, authenticity, and responsibility. We are eternally grateful for all of you as members. So check out Carrie, K-A-R-I-J-A-N-Z at substack.com. And uh, every Friday, we are going to shout out one of our members in the Discord. Uh, you guys, you know, submit, talk about it, and then we'll, uh, we'll choose one of you guys shout out because you guys are what make all this possible. I also want to mention, if you go to TimCast.com, TimCast IRL X Miami. Uh, so it is now officially open to anyone to buy. And uh, it's going to be a big show. We got Patrick, Bet David, Donald Trump Jr., Matt Gates, and it's me and Luke Rutkowski. We've got 757 tickets remaining, and it just went live yesterday. We expect them to sell out probably really, really quickly, and it's going to be a big show sponsored by Public Square, and we're really excited. I can't even begin to express the the uh, honor and privilege that it is to have these three individuals joining us. I mean, Trump Jr., Patrick Bet David, an amazing show. Trump Jr., of course, a tremendous force in politics with his dad as well. Matt Gates, my favorite member of Congress. So I really hope you guys do come to hang out with us Friday, October 6th, 2023, 1730 GMT minus 400 Eastern Daylight Time. And also become a member at TimCast.com to support the show. We do not have a members only show just uh, uh, tonight, but Monday through Thursday, you can hang out as a member, submit questions and even call into the show to talk to us. Joining us tonight, after you smash that like button, we got Fresh and Fit. Hey, what's up, man? We're back. We're We're back. back You're here this morning. You're here now. Uh, Who are you guys? What do you do? Yeah, go ahead, Fresh. You got it first. Well, you know, me being black, I'll go first. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, my name is Fresh, part of Fresh Fit Podcast, one half of the uh, show. And uh, I'm a small kid from Barbados. Came over here seven years ago. Started the podcast with Myron Gaines. And today we have the Fresh and Fit Podcast, as you know, today. Myron Gaines, one half of the Fresh Fit Podcast, uh, former special agent of Homeland Security Investigations. I uh, did that for approximately 10 years. 
And uh, yeah, we do a podcast called Fresh and Fit, number one male self-improvement podcast in the world. We talk about getting your money on point, being attractive, getting in shape, and not being a loser in the current marketplace that is not favorable to men. How often do you talk about federal agency stuff on your show? I have another channel called Fed Reacts where I do uh, true crime stuff and I cover oh, that. Oh, right on. Yeah. Well, this is going to be interesting with your experience. You were already telling us a, a lot of stuff before the show started. I think it'll be pertaining to Trump and these charges. So. Yeah. We'll get into that. For sure. We yep. got Brett. Yo, what's going on, guys? This is Brett Dasovic. I do Pop Culture Crisis Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on YouTube. I am filling in for Ian here tonight. And I am Kellen. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got a frog <laughs> in my throat. Uh, I do all the kind of behind-the-scenes stuff here, do all the post-production, all the clips that you guys see. If you have someone that can't sit down and get through a two-hour podcast, tell them to go on the TimCast IRL YouTube right, and check out the clips. They're all the stories that we cover each and every episode. It's like 10, 15 minutes. A lot easier to consume that way. But uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out with you guys. Uh, it'll be good. Short let's show. let's jump into the first story. Oh, man, I love this. <laughs> Why are Trump's accused co-conspirators smiling in their mug, mug shots? A booking photo normally reflects gravity, bewilderment, and even surprise. That is not the case with some of the former president's co-defendants. Look at Jenna Ellis and David Schaefer in their mug shots in Georgia. I saw this, and I started thinking about it. All of the defendants... They seem to be having a pretty good time, <laughs> you know, I don't know about this. These are other people, you know, but uh, I think the answer is it, it also uh, goes into why they all just surrendered mm. without question. Mm -hmm. They've there's a strategy that we don't know. They see something coming. They are extremely confident that this is not mm. going to go the way the Democrats plan it to go. Mm. And that's why they're laughing about it. Mm. I don't know exactly what that is. I know that we got uh, we have Trump's mugshot. Donald Trump posted his first tweet in two and a half years on or his first X, formerly Twitter, and it's his mugshot, and he's selling merch. If you go to his website and scroll down, I think they have it. <laughs> Legendary, dude. Yo, absolutely. Look at this. Yeah, never surrender. Mug, 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 mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, man. <laughs> Mugshot mug, sorry. It's kind of surreal because there's like, one of the things that I love to watch, they make these AI videos of Trump in jail singing songs with mm. Joe Biden and Barack Obama. Yeah. And now I'm seeing the actual mugshot. I think the mugshot's better <laughs> than the AI pictures of him. That's crazy yeah. though. Hey, he's smart though. Yeah. Businessman to, to the heart. More merch. But um, if I was these people, I would have smiled. Like the defiance for being a, having a photo that bad taken of you. With like the really bad lighting inside, you know, it's like there's like a flash on the camera while the room is already overly lit, just to just laugh in their face, right? It's an act of defiance. So I, lo I love how fast they got this up mm -hmm. too. It's like he he tweeted this very quickly after he left the Georgia jail. Mm -hmm. The image comes up and he's already got T-shirts for sale. To be fair, everybody did. What we did over at Timcast is we we made the revenge poster where it looks like the Obama hope poster, but it's Trump's mugshot where oh. he's like looking all vicious and it says revenge. Yeah. I just want to say to anybody who sees that graphic that the one that we made free to use and distribute, we, 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 it's free for public use. We have asserted that I don't want to own that image. I want everyone to use that image, but we did put up a shirt for sale. I just want to make sure everyone realizes you can take that and make your own shirt. You don't got to buy from us. Some people just don't feel like it and they wanted to buy a shirt. I'll take it, but you can take that image and do whatever you want with it. Wow. Nice. 
Man, I want people. people to put it around. It'd be funny. Man, it's funny because everyone on Instagram is now posting that as their profile picture yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It's legendary, yeah. honestly. It, and it's the first thing that Democrats and Republicans have agreed on in like years because everyone loves the photo. The Democrats love it because they hate him. Yeah. The Republicans and the, and the populists love it because they love him. Yeah. And they, they understand that it's him in an act of defiance. Yeah, he's going to go up in the polls after this. He's gone, gone up in the polls every single time he got indicted. So, But I'm just confused. Think, oh, a former president could be accused of this and actually possibly go to jail that's crazy bro it is wild this is america right i mean yeah, it is wild i mean well, it's been it's been a witch hunt uh, i mean from alvin bragg up in new york all the way to jack smith uh, down in you know indicting him down in florida and then in new york and then now here in georgia with this ridiculous rico case um and then the fact that they went ahead and indicted rudy giuliani as well who is what i would call the father of the rico it's it's crazy look at trump's prediction uh trump's mo moving in the prediction market his indictment made him go up Three yeah. cents. So if you look at like the 30 day, you can see that he like dips down a little bit and then he spikes back up 50, 57, 58, 61. I don't know about polls, whatever. All I can tell you is that Donald Trump, the prediction market believes he will be the Republican presidential nominee. Yeah. And they believe it more so that he's been indicted and a mugshot came out. This, this, is, this is what I'm curious about. What does it say about the state of this country that both Democrats and Republicans are utilize are celebrating this as a fundraising ticket as a merchandising opportunity you know there are there are people on the left making merch of his mugshot saying like you know criticizing him mm -hmm. then there's conservatives posting the same mug the mugshot on mugs and, and shirts saying justice revenge etc everybody likes the photo for yep. different reasons yeah my concern is what's the next step what's if 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 we're all here at this level what's level what's the next level donald trump actually goes to jail and then you get the right fundraising off him being in jail and the left fundraising off him being in jail. And then what comes after that? What comes after that? They're not stopping. It just keeps getting crazier. Does yeah. Secret Service stay with him if he goes to jail? <sighs> yes. They, so they have to stay in jail with him? Yep. Wow. So I, I've, done, I've done Secret Service details before. Um, I protected a president of a foreign country out in Africa one time. And one of I, ours? Yeah, well, I'm sorry. One of our presidents? No, no, no. Foreign country because it was the president. UN. Yeah, foreign president. Because so, so what ends up happening, right? So HSI is under DHS alongside Secret Service. So whenever you have the UN meetings, it's typically in September, um, uh, at least when I was on the job. But <clears throat> they don't have the manpower to cover everybody, so they, you know, they augment it with getting HSI agents in to help them out as well. So you know, they're pretty thorough with their, you know, with their details and stuff like that. And uh, as far as like the president goes. I don't know how they would actually be able to incarcerate him. Like everyone that sees him, you have to have a, you know, a, a site survey a week or two prior. Wow. So I don't know how they would be able to actually jail him. I mean, the only way I could think of them actually putting him in some type of incarceration is he, they would maybe have to build another facility for him. Maybe they'd have to put him on house arrest. I was say because, house arrest. for like, Yeah, it would, yeah. It would have to be house arrest yeah. because it would be a nightmare, a logistical nightmare for the Secret Service to protect him while he's in jail. So of course he'd have to be isolated, but then all the prison guards that come they, in, the food that comes into <clears> him. They like, can't put him on house arrest in Georgia. He didn't live there. Maybe he could get a residence there. I don't know. But I mean, what are they, like if Trump is convicted in Georgia, mm. they'd have to put him in jail. He went to the jail already. He wrote about it. He complained about it. He said it was awful. If Damn. they say, okay, fine, we get it. We'd have to shut down an entire wing of the prison just for Trump, Secret Service, and all of that stuff. So we're going to put him on house arrest? What do they do? Make him buy a house? It'd offer, be tough. Offer him, hey, if you buy a house, you get house arrest. Otherwise, you're going to jail. Dan Bongino said Trump should just not, pay, not post bond and force them to figure out what the they're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he's a former Secret Service agent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He said federal supremacy clause. They could just shut down the whole prison. 
What are they going to do about it? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, because you know what? That would, you know what? If he didn't post a bond, that would cause a logistical nightmare for them. Mm. That would actually. Wow. It's actually pretty smart. I got to be honest. But he knows that because he's former Secret Service, Mm. so he knows the nightmare it is to protect the president of the United States. If it were me, wow, I'm not Trump. And you can tell me that I'm wrong about this and Trump's doing the right thing. I'm not saying that I'm right about it. I'm just telling you how I feel. Mm-hmm. If I would, how old is Trump? 76? 77? 77, so, I think. 78? 78. 77, right? I think he's 77. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Let me, uh, let me, let me, get, let me. I, because I, when he went to court in D.C., I think they asked him for his age, yeah. Yeah, because they said, said he would be the same age uh, yeah. Biden was when, when he runs, if he wins for the second term. If I was 77 and I was in Trump's position, Dude, it's balls to the wall. You guys ever watch Little Miss Sunshine, that movie? I think it's that movie. You've seen it, Kellen? Yeah. Is that the one where the grandfather is doing heroin? Oh, I think it's been I, a while. It might be. I could be wrong. It could be a different movie I'm thinking of. But basically, it's like this really old guy, and they find out that he's doing heroin, and they're like, what is wrong with you? He's like, I'm 80 <laughs> years old. I don't care. And like, <laughs> If I was 77, I'd be like, lock me up. I don't care. I'm going to lay down. And then you get to deal with all of the world's problems. Yeah. I get it. Trump's, I'm not Trump. Trump's not me. But I, I, I'm 37. I'm at the point where I just be like, let me sleep. <laughs> like, you, yeah. if, if I don't post a bond, you're telling me I get a few months off. I'm just going to lay down and go to bed. Whatever, dude. Yeah. That's he's not that, wired that way. Yeah. Right. He's, he's not, not wired that yeah, way. He yeah, and he's got a campaign. <laughs> yeah. But that would be a logistical nightmare for them in Atlanta. Yeah, but I think it helps him in the long run. A lot of people said it's hard to campaign. But think about the chaos the Democrats would cause if they actually remanded him. Yeah, I'd, I'd let them. I'd say this. They come in phone and say, we're going to negotiate your terms of surrender. And I'll be like, I refuse to post any bond at all. I would have said that outright. And they would have been like, then we're going to arrange it. Do it. Mm. Have fun. And then what they'd say, no bail. And then I would come out afterwards and be like, if they thought the charges were real, why didn't they post? Why didn't they uh, require bail? You know what? They would fold. They would just release him on his personal recognizance. And that's, that's what, what they would do. But that's what I'm saying. They would fold. If, if in the negotiations, Trump said, I will not post bond, period, if you impose it, they would have said, okay, then recognizance, like yeah. no bail. And then, yeah. okay, deal. Then I would have walked out of the prison, out of the jail, and just said, if these charges were serious, wouldn't they have tried to require bail or remand? They didn't even do that. They told me I'm free to go because they're unserious people. Yeah. So either way, you get the winning PR move out of it. Yeah. That's like a circus, it, man. Yeah, that's, that's actually- but, but in this, Trump just said, I'll pay whatever. And so all that really happens now is yeah. they get their narrative of Trump as a criminal out on bond. Yeah. I, I think they, he, for him, he's like, I got a campaign. I yeah. got a campaign. I got to get back out there and let the people know. Bro, sometimes so. you've, you've got to be the one being, the, you have to be more aggressive to put the pressure on the, on, on, on the other player, right? You know what? I know people don't care for the poker analogies, but we were just playing earlier. Yeah. And we were given, you know, we were teaching you guys the basics of it. <laughs> but you can have the losing hand, but if you're more aggressive, your opponent. <laughs> Folds. Folds. So you might be thinking, Trump could be thinking, if they arrest me, I'm in trouble because I'm not going to be able to campaign and I think I'll lose. Try a bluff. Trump then says, arrest me, I dare you. How scared are you? And they're going to say, no, 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 we won't do it. 
even though it may actually screw Trump over, they might be too scared. And they might just say, okay, you're free to go. And then Trump gets the PR play out of it. So you're yeah. saying go full Breaking Bad, Walter White. Just go with it, <laughs> run with it, and head for the hills. I'm just saying if I was 77, <laughs> if, I like, I, if I was 77, I would just be like, there is nothing you can say or do. I am old. Yeah. I'm going to die anyway. <laughs> like, um, I'm he's just not so wired tired. that way, though. He can't my, my, do that. He has to. He has to push back on the people. He's he's yeah. petty with the people who yeah. who slight him. Yeah. I do like the yeah. idea, however, of like him trying to like scrounge a phone in prison to send out tweets. Like, <laughs> every every update is from like a, a from like a black market phone that he yeah. has to get from an inmate. Yeah, like, no, that would have been hilarious. But no, I mean th- these are absolutely um, you know pun, no pun intended. Trumped up charges on him, right? To, and, and I think this is a political play from uh, Fannie Willis or Fannie Willis, whatever they want to call her. Um, I mean, she did this with the YSL case. She wants to do a big press release. I mean, they indicted him at night. She's been trying to push for this thing for a while. And, you know, are all the charges going to stick? Probably not. But it sounds sexy to say, oh, we got a RICO case. I, I mean, well, let me go ahead. Let, no, let me, let me ask you about this. We'll, Please. We'll, uh, uh, you've actually, you were mentioning before, you've charged people under espionage. You've got experience in law enforcement. Yes. What do you think about... So there's a bunch of different charges, and there's yeah. New York, there's there's Florida, federal jurisdiction. I could run through them real quick. Yeah, let, tell me what you think. So so first, he got indicted out in New York for you know the falsifying business record stuff, right? Which that typically is a BS misdemeanor, but they're trying to get him on the felony version of it. Which whatever, Alvin Bragg has a hard on against Trump. I think he campaigned, if I'm not mistaken, as DA saying I'm going to go after Trump, right? Then you got the classified documents case out of Mar-a-Lago, which you know the FBI, if you guys know, they did the search warrant at the place, etc. He didn't return some records. They searched the place, found a bunch of documents, and they went ahead and charged them with that, right? And then now you got the D.C. stuff with the January 6th, which they're saying that he used his political power to try to stop the election and, you know, et cetera. And then Georgia pretty much hit him with the same exact situation, but uh, with Georgia statutes. And they did it under the Racketeering Act of Georgia, right? It's a state case. So he has two state cases, one in New York, one in Georgia, and then two federal ones, one out of the Southern District of Florida, um, and then another one out of um, uh, the the, um, the District of Columbia out of D.C. So that's the overall cases. But sorry, you had something, Tim? No. Yeah. But that's the, that's the general just, just overall. The general question of what what do you think about the charges in your experience? Okay. You said they, so, were, you said they were trumped up. Yeah. So like, the, the Georgia ones, I think, are. Uh, what concerns me um, is the uh, the classified documents case. And, and the reason why, because I, I actually did take a case on this. Uh, I think it's 18 U.S.C. 793. E, someone could check that if they want on the, on the law, if I'm wait, right. Wait, say it one more time. 18 USC 793E, I believe, is a statute, um, which is going to Gathering, be, transmitting, or losing defense information. Bam, there you go. So That's what they're getting Trump that's on. That's what they're going after him for, right? And that's one of the statutes. And uh, that's if those are the same charges that Robert Hansen, they famously went after him for, the corrupt FBI agent that sold secrets to the Russians back, uh, you know, about 20 years ago now. He actually just died in prison a couple months ago. But my thing is, with the Espionage Act, it's- fairly clear-cut hey this is national defense information and or it's classified you have it you're not supposed to have it nah. and the thing that worries me is that the prosecution have him on recording saying you know when he was i think it was he was doing an interview over a book or something like that but yeah. they have him on, on they have it in the discovery hey you know i you know when i was president i could have declassified this this is you know secret stuff blah blah that so doesn't it, prove the documents that, that doesn't that, that doesn't that is not evidence he had classified documents well, they have the witness saying that they saw the documents. They know what the documents are. So a witness war- actually said that he, I didn't know that. I know that they, they claimed that he, they had the um, superseding indictment that got him on the Iran documents. And they said that he had classified documents. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think the audio proves that. The audio, who knows what he was talking about. Well, well what the audio if, proves, if a witness says, what, what yes. the audio proves is, is this. Because one of his biggest defenses was, and I just want to put this out there. 
I like Trump. I'm going to vote for Trump. I'm putting that out there. I'm, you can say that I'm biased towards Trump, but I have to acknowledge that like with these statutes, et cetera, that this is not good that he had, because it's pretty clear cut. And the thing is, is that he said, oh, well, I could have declassified them. That's the, my authority as the president. He's correct. But he's admitting on the, the record that he did not declassify them. And he's acknowledging that they're national defense and or classified information to a degree. So, and here's the other thing, the two with national defense information, NDI, it doesn't necessarily have to be classified to be constituted as NDI. It can be anything that's military and you're not supposed to have that, mm. right? Or p- certain people aren't supposed to have access to that. So that's what concerns me because they, they found it there in Mar-a-Lago. And here's the other thing too, they're gonna argue, oh, well, we gave you the opportunity to give some of the documents back, which he actually did. He did give some of the documents back and they didn't charge him for those documents. But the problem is that he lied to his lawyers, right? And he said, oh yeah, no, we gave all the documents back, etc." And then his assistant, the guy that they indicted, um, Waltunoa is, is how it's pronounced, if I'm not mistaken. He, him and uh, another guy moved the boxes around, right? And then Trump's lawyers certified that they gave everything over to the FBI. Then here's what really scares me. I read through the indictment and in the, in the indictment, it says that they have lawyer's notes. Well, that's not good because we know that lawyers, right, all the correspondence with their defendants is considered privilege. Law enforcement is not supposed to have that. Right. So, for example, when I was doing interviews, if a guy I was interviewing said, I want a lawyer, and the lawyer shows up and they talk, I have to leave the room. Right. And anything I hear can't be used. It's privilege, 100%. He could say, I did it. I can't use that, right? So, the fact that the FBI put privileged information in the indictment tells me that those lawyers flipped. So, those lawyers are not cooperating with the Bureau. It doesn't matter. Well, how does it, it, not it doesn't matter, matter if they flip. Uh, if, no, they're going to testify against Trump is my point. I, I don't think they'll be allowed to. No, they absolutely will. And uh, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. The reason why is because the FBI probably told them, oh, you guys came here, certified this document, said you gave us all the boxes, right? And they're, now it looks like they lied to them and they're complicit in the crime. Your so, lawyer cannot be compelled to testify against you. I'm pretty sure they cannot do that. I'm not saying they won't because a lot of things they can't do, they're doing anyway. They're yeah. criminally charging lawyers. But I'll make, I'll make two counterpoints. Go ahead, please. The first is, I'm not a lawyer, man. I could be totally wrong. I just Google search. Can your lawyer testify against you? And the first thing that pops up is your, your attorney cannot be compelled to testify against you or disclose what you said during your conversations. So if they were to give privileged communications, it doesn't matter. They did. It's in the indictment. Right. And so that's going to that, that's going to be a Supreme Court challenge that Trump's going to win on. The other thing I'll add is the law you cited, not saying that this in any way shuts down the case against Trump, because this is just something that you're familiar with. I don't know exactly what they're going for Trump with. But this one says Trump had to believe it would advantage or a foreign nation or injure the United States. I, I don't think you can prove that with what Trump did. If Trump sold information or flew on a trip to Russia with the information, he's in deep, he's in deep trouble. He's got boxes in his house. You're going to claim that Trump thought that would injure the United States. He's like, there's a news report about it in Politico, the, the, the documents he's talking about. And he wasn't providing any information or advantage to a foreign nation. Well, but again, if they're getting Trump on a different charge, this one just specifically says, uh, well, believe, there's different the subsections of it. There's different subsections. But, of, but they, of they, they, they all say something to the effect of aforementioned. Right. So I, I'm, I'm, there, there are. Uh, yeah. You, you mentioned there's a million e. subsections in that law. It's written very right. broadly for a reason. So but what I'm saying is that that's the general statute that they hit him with. Right. I'm, it's 18 U.S.C. 793. There's different Section, subsections. Se- Section E that you mentioned says in which the information the possessor has has reason to believe could be used to the injury of the United States or to the advantage of a foreign nation, willfully communicates, delivers, transmits, or causes to be communicated, delivered, transmitted, attempts to communicate, delivered, transmit, blah, blah, blah. Oh my, geez, these laws. It's, it's very, or very willfully broadly, retains man. the same and fails to deliver to the officer's employer of the United States, entitled to receive it, blah, blah, blah. I, I think a component of this, I could be wrong, is 
he, he had to have believed that having those documents would cause harm to the United States. Well, that's kind that's of implied a, that's, by that's kind of implied by the, the by the level of classification of the documents. It's put in there. Everybody knows when you have a clearance, if certain documents were to get out, right? Whether it's secret, top secret, confidential, whatever it is, they say, okay, this document, if got out, it would be would great cause grave danger to the United States, or would cause severe danger to the United States. They, you know this when you do when you get your clearance, when you have certain documents, it's put all the uh, uh, documents are labeled so. It's kind of implied when you have a clearance when you're dealing with that type of document that, hey, if this were to get out, it would be an issue. So they know it. And, and again, this is, <laughs> this is coming from a guy that likes Trump. But my concern is Jack Smith would not have indicted him on this if they were not 100% sure that they would be able to get him. And the thing that kills it is that his lawyers certified to the FBI, yo, we gave everything back. And then they went and right. did the search warrant and then they found the documents there. So that puts the lawyers in a precarious situation where the FBI can now go to them and say, we're going to indict you guys too. Because how do we know that you guys weren't complicit in it? Oh no, we're not complicit in it. We'll cooperate. And then they gave them memorialized notes and it's in the indictment. So my thing is this, whether they decide to testify or not is one thing, but they're absolutely cooperating. I know that. They would not put privileged information like that in a in federal indictment if they were not cooperating. They have a bunch of witnesses. And then you've got... I'll just, didn't go ahead, he just I'll change just lawyers way. too? Like I, yeah. I thought I saw the other day that he just changed lawyers anyways. Yeah. yeah. We, I had, we had this conversation the other day with uh, Eric Hunley, and I said that I, th I think they're going to... With uh, Chase Burrow, who's being criminally charged, his trial is going to be October 23rd. I said, what are the chances he takes a deal or gets convicted for you know, Espionage Act, Insurrection, RICO, blah, 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 whatever they're charging him with. And in that trial... He makes statements of fact and provides some kind of testimony, court heard evidence that Trump instructed him to do it. The Democrats then file a civil charge under the 14th Amendment to remove Trump from the election because of the because he's an insurrectionist. They say, we got a guy who was convicted who told the courts under oath these things in, in, uh, implicating Donald Trump in an act of insurrection. Now we've, we, we, we use this evidence to have him removed from the ballot. He said, well, but they couldn't do that because Trump's not been convicted. And I'm like, I'm not talking about Trump being convicted of a crime. I'm saying a civil lawsuit under the 14th to have his name taken off the ballot. His argument was they, they can't do that. And my response is just, bro, there's a lot of things they can't do. They can't arrest someone's legal counsel. And they did. Like Jenna Ellis is the biggest red flag because she's just like she was just Trump's lawyer. She's not like she, she's not going around knocking on doors, demanding people change votes or anything like that. She's just Trump's lawyer and they criminally charge her under Rico. And that's why I'm saying the, the Georgia, the Georgia stuff I'm not too concerned with. I think if anything, it's going to it's going to get watered down. Fannie Willis is, is a cloud chaser trying to move up in the political world. I, I get that. But I'm saying they're all going to do whatever they can, legal or not. So everything you're saying about his lawyers, I'm saying, well, maybe they can't do that. They're going to. And that's why politically the left does so much better, right? Because yeah. they just ignore the rules all the time anyways. They do. The Republicans are, for the most part, like we always say, just Democrats going the speed limit because the Democrats know that power is gained not by following the rules, but by breaking them. And they don't have a problem with that because most of the people have been poisoned by the media anyways. Like I have friends on both sides, like I said, I have people on both sides posting the mugshot mm -hmm. and the people who don't like him and are posting it, they can't even really articulate why yeah, or, or explain why yeah. these charges in particular are so egregious they just know they don't like them and so you take a general public that's been poisoned against someone by the media yeah. and you take politicians and activist da's who have no problem wielding political and legal power against someone even if it's against the law you know if, even if it doesn't follow the letter of the law and you get to a place like this and then somebody asks how did our country get here well 
that's how it got here. Yeah. 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 And, and like I said, the, the Georgia stuff, I'm not too, too worried about. The classified documents has me concerned, right, as, as a Trump supporter. So... Because I because I know how that statue it's very I mean you you read it it's extremely it's broadly written Jeez. and it's and it's designed to go after people for espionage so they're gonna do everything in their power to get you in every nook and cranny and yeah dude it, it's and then the fact that the lawyers are probably gonna cooperate we know that they're gonna try to flip the guy that tried to destroy the surveillance footage they're gonna try to flip his assistant Natwa they're gonna and it is what it is man I mean the only way I see him beating this this is my my situ my what I think is. He would have to become president and pardon himself. But it's not explicitly written in the Constitution if a president can pardon himself. It just says he can pardon. Right. So for the federal charges. He now, for could. the state stuff, I know me and you had a discussion on it. I don't. I didn't know this. Go, uh, Georgia's a little bit different. Can you tell, tell us about I, that? I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, we didn't fact check it, but I, th I think Georgia has a panel. The governor okay. has to... Has to confer with a panel for pardons okay yeah or, different states i think florida the governor can just pardon you but georgia yeah might be with a pan every state's different what if another state board of pardons and paroles there yep. you go what if like a DeSantis one could he with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pardon him too? Uh, yes, DeSantis said he would pardon um, Trump if he became president. Yeah. He would he, or he, or he, would, he would entertain it. Yeah. He would mm. entertain it. I will say something just totally non, like totally irrelevant. It was funny that you said nook and cranny because I, I thought for a second, I'm like, what's a cranny? <laughs> no one ever says that word unless they say nook and cranny. Yeah. And so I looked it up. Cranny is a very small, narrow space. Oh, it's kind of obvious. So what the hell is a nook then? Also a small. <laughs> so it's and then it got, it got me thinking about waffles. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I think because you I know, know like they, the commercial is like they're pouring the maple syrup and they're like covering yeah. every nook and cranny. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think the the, the most the, the 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 charges I'm most concerned. Uh, concerned with are the document charges because they're pretty cut and dry he had them they're at the house they're classified or national defense information um they gave him a chance they're going to argue we gave him months we you know we had to open up a grand jury investigation to get these documents we did a search warrant we look at all of these ridiculous acts we have to take to get these documents back that's what they're going to say the um the january 6th stuff i mean Jack Smith just has, has a hard-on for Trump at this point, to be yeah. honest with you. But the thing that worries me as well is that I know how the feds operate, right? And just for the audience to understand, the, the feds have the luxury of taking the cases they know that they can win and the cases that they want. Most U.S. attorney's offices have a 90% plus success rate like with their cases. Yeah, like the Southern District of New York, et cetera, these yeah. big districts, they don't lose because it's the DA's offices that typically lose because they take on disorderly charge, disorderly conduct. They take all the dumb charges. Yep. But the feds take the big, sexy cases. So typically, they don't indict with, until... I, I remember when I used to go and present for grand jury, et cetera, because I would go in there and present. You don't indict unless you know you're going to win the trial. Yeah. You, you indict ready to go to trial at that point. I right. remember going with, to grand jury with all my stuff, and then we would hand the discovery over to the defense counsel, everything there. And they were like, oh, man, we're going to need some time to review this. And then sometimes the overwhelming amount of evidence makes them say, we're just going to plead. Yeah. So then what happens if Trump is convicted? Mm. Of, of which one? The, Any the, one. The document them. one? Yeah. We'll start there because that's like, what's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the penalty? They're, they're going to label him a spy. 
is what they're going to even though that's ridiculous and ludicrous they're going to say oh he was he was convicted under the same charges that we go after spies with Robert Hansen um, Operation um, Shadows which I know they caught those 10 Russians that were here spying for like a damn near decade yeah. and then we caught them what did we do we traded them for you know some other spies because that's what we do so they're going to go ahead and try to label him as a spy unfortunately which is ridiculous and it's a lot of these charges if it if I'm not much mistaken, like these are the type of things that they would always give the benefit of the doubt to a past president for because in the political system, if you were in the inside, you were given leeway yep. and they weren't going to go after you. And that's the part that bums me out is because you see a lot of people who feel like they're getting this guy and that he's always been this evil figure not realizing that this is the he's doing the same stuff that obama did the same stuff that bush did the same stuff that bush senior did that clinton did all these things are not new to the system it's just that this dude needs to be taken down because he pushed from outside the establishment i want to say this too as well if you if you look right anyone that applies anyone that's watching that has a clearance that worked for the government you guys know some of the questions they ask you have you ever tried to overthrow the united <laughs> states government um have you ever you know collected information for a foreign government, etc. The two charges they're getting him for on the federal side are what? One is an espionage side that they can label him a spy, and the other one is overthrowing the U.S. government. What do both these charges have? They disqualify you from uh, government service, or they yeah. label you as unfit for government service, and that's what they're trying to do. It w but if Donald Trump in any way is removed from this election, bedlam. Yeah. I just, abs absolute chaos. It's going to be chaos, yeah. They better not remove him. I, I think for this, they, they shouldn't remove him. If I mean, Trump gets removed from even a single state, I think social order in this, in this country ceases to exist. Yeah, it'll be a problem. It doesn't, but people need to understand this. I do mention this a lot, but you know, in the context. I'm in Egypt during the revolution. You could still go to McDonald's and order a cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. You could still go and, and, and buy goods at the mall. You can still buy a cell phone. Social order breaking down and the government collapsing doesn't change the fact that people are still living and trading and working and businesses are running. So by social order breakdown, I just mean, like I said, you're going to get uh, the other day, you're going to get people in small towns mm -hmm. who will just look at a guy with a federal badge like a guy in a clown costume, like th no different. A guy with a clown and a clown suit walks up to you and says, hey, don't move and, and holds a rubber, a rubber nose in front of you. Freeze. You're like, what is this? What does that rubber nose mean to me? Get out of here, clown. Mm. There's going to be people in small towns who are going to see a Fed hold a federal badge and be like, "What? Do you, you might as well hold up a clown nose." That didn't mean anything to me. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. it sucks because you know you go from like, like let's let's look at the FBI. You go from an agency that you know was responsible for putting away people like La Cosa Nostra invest, investigating some of the most egregious crimes against the United States, and you know now they're images tarnished, right? All the good that they've done, right? They they've done care. a lot of bad too, but they don't care because yeah, they're being weaponized, right, no, to they, go after a U.S. president. They're 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 for, they're in uh, on it. Now, I'm not saying every single FBI agent because I've actually, I've spoken. So this is the thing, like a lot of people are like abolish the intel agencies. I don't completely disagree. Uh, splinter, the CIA, scattered to the wind, all that stuff. We all know those statements. Vivek wants to abolish the FBI. What he really means is transfer them to various different agencies. <laughs> yeah. He'll never be able to do yeah. that, unfortunately. And but I like Vivek too. I've but. met guys who work in intel and I asked them, yo, what's going on? And they say, everything you see outside is exactly what's happening inside. You ever wonder why it is that like, Man, what, what, what example could I think off the top of my head? People won't speak up about some issue. They'll say, oh, like, leave me out of it. I'm scared. The average person, women, uh, trans, trans women in female sports. Like, obviously, if you ask the average person, the polls show, most people do not want this. Yeah. Ask them publicly with a camera in front of their face, and they shut their mouth, and they say nothing.
Yep. So that's what that's what I'm told by some of these intel guys. They're like, a lot of people here voted for Trump. A lot of people don't like what's going on, but they're scared if they speak up, they're going to get fired. They're going to get shunned. They're going to ostracized. They're going to get targeted. So they just keep their mouth shut. Right. Yeah. I'll tell you from my experience, um, when I was on a job, a lot of us were tr- supported Trump. Trump was pro law enforcement. You know what I mean? When he was in. Yeah. So the law enforcement community loved him. It's the guys at the higher up. Because here's the thing, too, I want people to understand. You got... A special agent, right? That guy is a GS-13, right? Whatever. He's doing his cases. He's doing what he's got to do. It's the management, the 14s, the 15s, the SACs, um, you know, the directors, etc. Those are the guys that are making the political moves, etc., trying to move on up. The guys on the ground that are doing the cases, a lot of the times, man, they just want to do their cases, be done, go after the bad guys. You know, it is what it is. But it's the, guy, it's the brass that are doing this crap where a lot of times it's politically motivated. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of guys, a lot of um, law enforcement guys, at the, especially at the lower levels, right? They're pro-Trump. They're they're pro because those guys are pro-law enforcement. But, but here, here's what they do: some higher-up guy who's political finds people he can trust to agree with him, and then says, "They're putting me in charge of insert bureau in office. I want you to come work with me. We're gonna do X, Y, and Z." So then you end up with a particular office where the guy running it is politically charged. He brought a bunch of his buddies who were all super political, and now you have this one particular office where everybody is doing, taking part, partisan action. So these agents that are investigating and going after Trump, they like that they're doing it. They're not upset that they're doing it. Well, it's DC agents. So, to, so and I'll yeah. clarify that too. So DC is super woke. We all know this, right? Yep. Um, it was actually the the DC office that ran that investigation. And when they came down, they did the search warrants. They did everything. And, you know, the, obviously the Miami field office is going to help and everything else like that. But it's the D.C. office that's running it. So, you know, it is what it is, man. Um, it, it's just a sad time in America. That, but, to, oh, go ahead. You made a very good point earlier about how other presidents in the past did the same thing that he did, basically did. But they got nothing for it. And uh, it's scary because if you look at it from a holistic standpoint, Trump is basically advocate for like, the opposite of what's currently in, in the political space. However, challenging anything that's currently like set in stone here for the political uh, landscape is demonized. And it means that any other president tries to, I want to say, do the opposite is going to be shunned too. So it's kind of scary, bro. And you look at, I mean, look at, uh, there's there's lots of pictures of Bush with Obama. They're they're all friends, right? It's it's yeah. a, oh, yeah. it's now about Good establishment versus populists and people who support Did populism. you see his interview with Tucker? Yeah. He said in there that basically everything started to roll once he got rid of Comey. Oh, wow. Yeah, he said in the interview with Tucker, um, you know, he, he, like basically they kind of started, the pitchfork started to come out once he got rid of Comey. And yeah. what you, how you described what was going on, wh- whether we're talking somebody high up in the, in the government yeah. who then hires people that he knows are loyal to him. That's why I take a lot of issue with the idea of drain the swamp. They're like, get rid of the heads of this agency. Get rid of the heads of this agency. I'm like all of these people mentored people who, even if they're not necessarily 100% in line with them as far as their political views, they feel a sense of loyalty to that person, or at least the, the person who's in charge is politically savvy enough to hire people that he knows think the same as him right because he's training them to if not succeed him to work under him to help him achieve whatever he wants to accomplish right it's not easy as it's not so easy as to just fire a bunch of people because somebody else is going to take that job and you run the risk that that person is going to be every bit as bad as the guy you fired once once you're at the what we call the special agent in charge Mm -hmm. level which you know some agent some agencies call a sac or saic or etc 
it starts to get political. And that's yeah. the guy that's the head of the field office, right, of a, of a certain, you know, geographic area. And they're overseeing, you know, sometimes hundreds of agents. So, yeah, at that point, it starts to become political. And they're really just kind of the, the you know, the puppets of the higher-ups over out of the Washington, D.C. office. It says here on uh, uscodehouse.gov, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. Not more than 10 years. What are the chances he gets convicted and they just say, all right, you were found guilty. Time served. Time served. I was in the of jail. Which, of which charge specifically? The espionage. Oh, the espionage one? The chance of him they, getting... they They just say, no, fine. Time served. Have a nice day. Disqualified. Yeah. Mm. They, don't, a... they don't need to put him in jail. That's the thing. Like, the, the fear is that Trump gets put in jail, which causes bedlam. Every, everyone's like, ah, oh, screaming. But they could just be like, don't worry, we're not going to lock you up. We don't think you're a threat beyond this because you're not president. And your penalty is that you can't run for office anymore. I mean, isn't that even worse, though? Then it, then it looks to the people that I know that yep. just dislike him and don't understand how politically motivated this is. That screams politically motivated to just say, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Times. They'll have to throw have him, to in him in jail to make it seem like yeah. there was actually a crime right. for them to punish him for. Yeah. If they just let him go, then it absolutely looks like a banana. I problem. think the strategy is this. And I think is I said this on the on, on the onset when he first got indicted. Um, and I think his, his legal team is trying to do this. Delay, 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 man. He's got to make it to 2024, win the election, pardon himself from the char the federal charges, and um, hopefully, you know, the state of Georgia can we can figure something out with that. But you know, and then the New York stuff, I'm not even worried about. That's that's a BS. The, George, the Georgia stuff is where the the chaos ensues because if they do convict him, and he gets sentenced to jail, and then he wins the presidency, what happens when they're the not going to trial though on that for years, dude? The state of Georgia is so backed up. These state courts Georgia, are so Georgia, backlogged. Ken, uh, Kenneth Chase Borough is going October 23rd. For the for the RICO yeah, charges? That's right. October 23rd. Of next year? No. October 23rd this year. Impossible. They wanted March of next year for Trump. They're trying to get a conviction before the election. Wow. They're just posturing. There's absolutely no way. I'll, 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 let me double check. Yeah, double check. But there's absolutely no way that they can go ahead and um, try to get a trial with him in October of uh they could push but they're, they're, his his legal team is going to fight that and be like Kenneth Chaseborough called for a uh speedy trial so they said October 23rd and they agreed a judge confirmed yeah they but. they said they wanted Trump to go in uh March 4th Willis proposed the trial should start for all 19 defendants on March 4th 2024 wow yeah Trump's team is going to fight that and be like we need more time to prepare go over to discovery right they're going to they're going to follow they're going to follow extensions there's there's no way I don't even know why Trump went to Georgia in the first place uh, force Joe Biden to send federal marshals to extradite Trump from New Jersey or Florida. Florida's a better bet because New Jersey would, they didn't extradite Trump in two seconds. But if Trump went to Florida and said, whatever charges may arise out of, uh, if he went to Florida and said any charges arising, uh, and right next to Georgia, by the way, arising out of Georgia, they can send the legal paper, paperwork to my house, serve me proper legal service for which I will respond. But the idea that you can go on the TV and claim I have to surrender is not legal service. Then what would happen is they'd have to contact what Florida, right? Georgia would have to ask law enforcement in Florida to apprehend and extradite Donald Trump. 
So I, I'll tell you how it'll go. So because um, I've done this, I've seen this happen before. So if you are a fugitive from justice and you're out of state and they know that you're out of state or they can no longer fulfill that warrant, what they're going to do is they're going to delegate that warrant to the United States Marshal Service. Once the United States Marshal Service gets the warrant, now they're responsible for going to go get them. So they would probably coordinate with the Secret Service. Hey, where's he at? We have to, we have to, we, you know, we have to execute the arrest, this arrest warrant that we have from the state of Georgia, Georgia, and they would bring him in. Now, knowing Jack Smith and how he is. They would probably also get something out of Atlanta, out of the, 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 I think it's the Northern District of Georgia, whatever, the federal prosecutor's office over there in Fulton County. They would probably apply for what's something called the UFAP warrant, which is an unlawful flight to avoid prosecution warrant. And they would hit him with another federal charge because they know that sure. he's indicted and he's but, not showing up. And but then that, the that's, to go that's after legal service. I mean, they, I mean, he's been indicted by a grand jury, man. Like, right, right, right. And so they, the, the government can't just go on TV and say, uh, you know those guys from Fresh and Fit? They they got ten days to go to jail because we said so. You'd be like, what? Send me the legal paperwork r- requesting my like. Get, they like, have a true bill. That's all they need. So so without legal notice, they can claim you're a fugitive without even telling you. They have a true bill of indictment, and they're right. telling him that he's wanted. No no no. I'm saying legal service requires they tell Trump that he's wanted. They they said you need to surrender. Right right. My point is going on TV is not proper legal service. Like if I, if I go on TV and announce I'm suing someone, they don't have to do anything. And then if the, if I, if I never give them the paperwork, they're going to be like, your honor, like going on TV and claiming a legal thing does not make it legal service. I I agree. Improper serve. But I mean, a criminal case, I mean, realistically speaking, when they, whenever they indict you, right, they, they do it surreptitiously. They get an arrest warrant from the clerk and then they go pick you up. So you don't know you're getting being picked up. So in this case, they would just say. Well, we indicted you. We have a true. We have a yeah. true bill. Uh, here's it. Here it is. Right. They put so, it out. out so there. the marshals would have to come to Florida, and say, "Trump, you are hereby under arrest for a, for a warrant in Georgia," and then assuming we, he doesn't surrender, then they would have to delegate the this, warrant this, this to, to the marshals. Saying. Yeah, Donald Trump should have gone to Florida and said, "Deliver me proper service." Oof! I don't know, man. I, I I think I think he did the good thing by surrendering because if he had done that, right then Georgia would be like, okay, cool. We're Not only are we going to file a UFAP warrant against you, yep. so now you're going to get another federal charge. Yep. Uh, now the marshals are going to go get you and it's going to be a problem. So I And think then Ron DeSantis would have to be like, we're going to let him come in and just take Trump from his home. It's no big deal. And then there would be chaos and bedlam. Make them follow up with their threats. If there's like, these charges against Trump out of Georgia are psychotic and insane. They're stupid, yeah. You want to make it, You make an argument about, and, and all I'm saying is that Trump should make them follow the law. Like the idea that Trump would take the extra effort to seek them out when they are accusing him doesn't make sense to me. Mm. If, if the police like. No, but they have an arrest warrant for him. And though. so that I'm saying, go deliver the warrant. Go to his house. Knock the door. Here's your warrant. OK, take me. We're going to Georgia. The idea that Trump contacted them and was like, I, I heard on the TV that you have a warrant for me. Should I come in? Makes no sense to me. He should be like, come knock on my door. Tell me that you have a warrant or 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 in some way, initiate that through a legal process. I'm sure they probably faxed the warrant to his legal team. They, they, you know, it was signed by a judge. They, 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 I'm, I guarantee you they gave that to him. They faxed Where? it to his team and let him know. And the other reason, too, why they announced it is that so he's put on notice. He can make Because you got to remember, he's a president of the United States, a former president of the United States. They got to coordinate with Secret Service. You got 10 days to surrender, etc. So they have to do all this logistical stuff. But typically, you're never no- notified that you're being under arrest because right. they're going to come get you. And then they're going to, oh, yeah, we have a warrant for your arrest. And I'm saying Trump should have had that happen. He should have had them just follow the proper legal protocol for coming and, and arresting him. 
Oh, no, but I mean, they're going to give him the common courtesy. And then he's the with the courtesy. Secret Service, right? I don't, so. I don't think any of us are served properly by Donald Trump proactively seeking out his political persecution. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless it's to just fundraise and he knows it's not going to matter. And they wanted to make a media, media spectacle about it. And it's Trump's like, giving, and, and so I, I think the, the proper thing is let them serve their warrant. Like what, go arrest you, him? You, like so, go physically actually go try yes. to go get him? It's it's not like he's fleeing. He's in his house. They they knock on his door like what they do with Roger Stone, and they say Donald Trump, you're under arrest. And he goes, okay, and he gets in the car, and they go to Georgia. That's what they do. Roger Stone wasn't contacted and then told to go show up at their course. They went to his house. Trump should have said, I'm here. I'm waiting. Serve me the warrant. I got no issues. We will absolutely abide by the terms. It's it's. I, I don't understand why it's incumbent upon him to proactively seek out his surrender in another state when they haven't served him. They've the done it. They've done it in all the cases, though. Every time they indicted I'm, him, and I'm we're saying indicting- Trump, is, Trump and all of his allies are surrendering and giving in and giving them everything they want. My point is, what position would this country be in if federal marshals were forced to go arrest the former president in his own home and Ron DeSantis, the governor of, governor of Florida, agreed to allow it to happen? There's a certain point where if Trump, as the former president, says this stops, like like not posting bond, call their bluff. Say, are you really intending a political persecution and prosecution of a former president? Then you will go by the legal, you'll go by the book. You will take the warrant, you will get it signed off, and you will come and make the arrest. Trump giving them what they want and ca- calling them up on the phone and be like, I'll come, okay. Well, here's that's, the other reason too. Well, here's the other reason too. I see, I see your perspective, but the other reason as well is that they can go ahead and say, okay, well, you don't want to show up. Well, we're going to remand you into custody. Yes, 100%. Which, that's my which, point. Which, yeah, so, and you're saying that let them Trump get should've. remanded into custody and everything else like that. But he wants to run, bro. He wants to go around and campaign and everything else like that. So he's looking at it like, all right, I'm going to cooperate, right? Because they're already trying to paint him as, you started the January 6th riots, even though right. he said, you know, you know, protest peacefully. But they, everyone, the, the left tends to forget that, that he said protest peacefully, but whatever. So in his eyes, he's like, all right, I'm going to go ahead, go through the motions. I'm going to surrender. I'm going to abide by the law. Then I'm going to get out and do what I got to do. But I think for him, he's looking at it like, if I don't surrender, they're going to probably remand me into custody and I won't be able to campaign, which would be a nightmare for them to remand him into custody. I don't but think they would. You could call the bluff, yeah. That's, that, that's, I, that, I, that's a possibility. So I argue on, you on that. The big problem that I see, especially with the right in this country, is capitulation every step of the way. Mm-hmm. The reasonableness, the, the, the desire to be reasonable and not engage. You're playing a game of Monopoly. You're watching the dude you're playing against pull bills out of the bank. And you go, hey, man, you're cheating. And they go, no, I'm allowed to do it. And you go, okay. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. And then you lose. And you go, man, how did I lose? That's what they're doing. It's all also on, his lawyers, on, too, that are probably... Because I guarantee you Trump is probably like, well, you know what? No, I don't want to show up. But his lawyers are telling him, hey, man, you got to show up. Like, let's just get this done. Let's do this peacefully, etc., so that you can keep campaigning. And so what happens is every day, a grain of sand is added to the heap. Yeah. And as the a better analogy is frogs in a pot boiling. As the temperature increases by one degree every day, the frogs... This is actually not a true story. Frogs do notice, but the, the analogy as it goes... If you, if you put frogs in a boiling pot, they jump out. If you put them in water and slowly turn the temperature up, they just boil to death. Yeah. Because they don't realize the temperature is changing. It's actually not true. If the temperature gets too hot, the frogs will just literally jump out. But, you know. 
stories are more fun. But that's what I'm saying. Like, no, that's bullshit. There, there's, I mean, there's got to be some degree of Donald Trump, at the very least, providing the legal, the, the legal minimum of some kind of restraint or resistance. In if you guys have a warrant for my arrest, you have my address, and I will gladly, I will gladly, without resistance, right, just go with you when you come to pick me up. Trump paid. How much does it cost to fly that jet? Fifty grand. Trump paid fifty thousand dollars to go to surrender for them. Because the he's too, just you like remember, it's, it's the it's a path of least resistance. The, the other thing too you got to remember is that when a warrant's put out for someone and they're a uh, there's a felony warrant out for them, Secret Service is still law enforcement. That's right. And, so and I'd like I'd like to see the so, Secret Service cuff Donald Trump and bring him to a van, and that's something the American people should see. That's crazy. They're like, this is awkward. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, because technically, because <laughs> yep. if you look at any any whether it's a federal state warrant, it says. To any peace officer and or officer of the United States, most warrants are written like that, to some, written in some kind of language like that. Secret Service is technically sworn law enforcement. So it's like, it gets tricky, man. It gets very, very tricky. Leftists are willing to, ta- to engage in a wide range of tactics from nonviolent civil disobedience, which I think is the, I think is the most effective and reasonable tool for political change. Generating awareness, being obstructive, but not engaging in like overt acts of violence and like you know no danger i'm talking about they will sit down on the street piss people off it's super annoying and then they'll get arrested for it Mm. i find it really annoying but i think that's the right way to go about things some stress on the system but nobody gets hurt however the left is also willing to firebomb buildings yep pull out guns shoot and kill people yep donald trump's not even willing to say Please serve the warrant and I will gladly be arrested. He's saying, I will pay $50,000 to get on a plane and go fly to you so you can arrest me. And I'm just like, man. And put up a $200,000 bond. Yeah. 20 grand. Yeah, 20 grand, 10%. But so, but, but I will say, to be fair, this is just more of a, what I'm really saying is, where's any degree of passive resistance? And I don't want to impose upon, uh, I don't want to imply I know their legal strategy better. I think there's probably a reason Trump went about doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's his think, legal team is telling him to do this. It's, but I think it's political 100%. team too. Yeah, I think his political team is saying the amount of money you're going to make off of this will <laughs> absolutely be worth the trip. The amount of like the campaign will cover the cost of flying the plane for you to go. You know, probably can't do it that way legally. Yeah. But like the amount of money that you make in selling merch. No, I was, I was just going to say and the he, merch drop. He's like he doesn't boom. get to plan the merch and, drop. And here's the other thing too you got to remember. Like it's very obvious that there w- the media is willing to twist and contort Trump's words to make him sound like an insurrectionist. So oh, it's yeah. like by him not surrendering and not complying, they're going to say, "Look, look, we told yeah. you he's an anarchist. He doesn't care about the United States. January 6th, blah 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 blah." So it's like in his head he's like, "Okay, the legal I'm running for president. I don't want to put off an idea that I'm an insurrectionist even though I'm not, but the the media the media's against him. You look at MSNBC, CNN, all these guys, they're all vilifying him and I'm like that's not true. That's not what he said, but they do that, right? To make him look crazy. So in his head he's like, "All right, I need to surrender." And I and even though he could, you know, say, right. "Oh, you guys come get me." They could look at that as like, "Oh, look, we told you the guys." The law and that, order that guy this. is out here not obeying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, well, that's, it's that's from not an optic I'm, situation. It could look bad too. I, I agree with that. Yeah, but I'm not saying he should do anything illegal. I'm saying he should just say, you know, like 
I am ready and willing to respond yeah. to any warrant. Come and get me. Do your jobs. But the media, yeah. but you're yeah, like, the media would twist it anyways. They would twist it. Matter. Yeah. And yeah. the average person who's only paying they, they attention. Would, and, and I'm saying this again. Trump refuses yeah. to surrender. Yeah. I, I'm saying this that I think that the best route for him for him surrendering because I'm looking at it from an optic standpoint, like from a law enforcement standpoint. I know how the judges are. I know what they might, how they might look at as as they might remand them to custody. I want him to win. I'm a vote for him. I don't care. I'm putting it out there. But I want him to be able to run and be able to campaign and win and beat these assholes. Mm-hmm. Isn't it telling that his uh, well co-conspirators, so to speak, are smiling in their mugshots? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like maybe they know something, something that we don't know. But I don't know, you know if it's that they know something that we don't know. I they know that it's BS charges. Yeah, yeah. They, they they know they know like you're really going ahead and indicting his lawyers in, in yeah, this situation. Dude, the, the Jenna you guys Ellis are reaching. Yeah, you guys are insane. reaching. You know, and and again, the state. So at the state level, they're okay with putting ridiculous charges on people to get a media media spectacle because the state doesn't care if they lose cases. The state loses cases all the time. It's the U.S. Attorney's Office that cares about winning cases, which is why I'm more concerned with the federal charges that Jack Smith is bringing against Trump Mm. versus these state charges. What does it mean for America if he's convicted? You said uh, anarchy, anarchy a little bit. Not anarchy. Anarchy is is uh, in in. Anarchy in the truest and purest sense is just no authority. It doesn't imply chaos or or, uh, violence or anything like that. It could Mm. literally be a bunch of people sitting around sharing a peace pipe. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Conflict, active conflict between factions and uh, uh, social disorder, social breakdown. Mm. So I do think a component could be civil war. We are likely in a period of civil strife right now. Uh, I, I often quote Stephen Marshall wrote the book and studied this. Um, this is a period where typically occurs before civil wars where a certain number of people are killed every year for political reasons. And the U.S. qualifies. There's a, a lot of people don't realize how many people are killed every year over some kind of political or ideological issue. Yeah. If Donald Trump is convicted or re- if he's removed from one state, look, we all saw what happened on January 6th. They've got people locked up in D.C. who have not been charged with any crime. Do you guys know that? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've talked about the January 6th stuff as well. A lot of those people, most of them were charged with a BS misdemeanor, man. And, and, they're, and they're getting a me. year in jail because they walked around confused. <laughs> the, the Bureau went ahead and wasted a bunch of resources and time. Normally, federal agencies are not supposed to investigate misdemeanors, but they expended an, a ridiculous amount of resources to go after guys right. for misdemeanors. If you read those criminal complaints, a lot of them are misdemeanors. What do you think happens when... You got the Capitol Police setting up Tampa office. They got an office out on the West Coast somewhere. And they're hunting down Genu- people from January 6th. And, and I'm not talking about people who are violent and fighting with cops because you riot, you go to jail. There's one guy who's been locked up two and a half years without any charges. And he was told, if you say Trump made you do it, we'll let you go right now. And he said, no. Really? Yep. Wow. He's not, and it's not the only case like that. There's a photo that just came out of a guy who is, is, he a, is he at? Is he at BOP in, or where's he at? DC, DC prison? I don't know. Uh, I can pull it up. There yeah, was let's one, pull it up. What's, there was one guy. Let's pull it up. Uh, let's see. Go, BOP inmate I would, I would For that one, I have to ask uh, Matt Brainerd. Okay. Yeah, all but we need you, is his name and his uh, last name, first name, and then his approximate age, and we could pull it up on BOP uh, I can, inmate We locator. had a podcast with somebody that spoke about that, Myron. I forgot who it was. Um, January 6th. I forgot who it was. It spoke about people being locked up. Oh, look at this feds dispute story behind viral photos allegedly depicting January 6th prisoner abuse. So let's see. This was Tom Fitton. Whoa. Disturbing photos leaked of January 6th prisoner abuse, tortured five months in isolation in a closet room with a light on and a bucket for a toilet. So uh, the Gateway Pundit adds on to it, claiming it. And they're saying that the uh, 
The Fed said that he had nine prior convictions, terroristic threats. He had an assault conviction prior to January. I don't, that has nothing to do with January 6th. Okay, so they're not disputing it. They're saying he's a criminal. Okay. But they're saying there's a litany of... Oh, okay. All right. It was a litany of charges related to January 6th. But he was a bad guy. So the photos are real, I guess? As for the other guy who's locked up, you have to ask Matt Brainerd. Because I'm okay. just... You know, to be fair... Okay. I'll, I defer to him. Okay. I think it was Matt Brainerd who talked, about, talked to us about yeah, that on the we show. Could, we could look it up if, and if Tom uh, we Fitt. have his name. The guys who actually focus a lot more on the January 6th stuff than I do, to be completely honest. Okay. So then I'll, I'll walk it back and just say this. Sure. I met a woman recently. She said that she's getting probably 16 months mm. because an hour later, after people had already left, she walked over and they there's no barricades, there's no signs, there's nothing. And they walked up to the building where the doors are open. Nothing's, they don't see anybody. They see people walk around. They walk in, look around, six minutes in total. They walk out and they leave. Next thing they know, they're called insurrectionists and they're going to go to prison. Wow. And wow. they were like, but we didn't, we didn't even, like, we're just walking around. We're not even, not even there for this. And they're like, don't matter. So you've got that going on. My point is this. What happens when... Meanwhile, we all prosecute Antifa people. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Trump, <laughs> Trump gets convicted. Nobody believes it. Trump gets removed from even a single state. The entire election will be viewed as, as illegitimate. And, yeah. and already, 2016 was called illegitimate by Democrats. 2020 was illegitimate by, by Republicans. What do you think happens when they outright just say, Trump's off the ballot? Roseanne Barr came on the show and said there won't be an election. Mm. And Michael Malice said, I'll bet you money that's not true. I said, let's clarify. By election, do you mean a, a typical election as we know it? Debate night, then everyone goes and casts their votes on election day, then they tell all the numbers, and then we say who won? Is that an election? Do you mean they, Joe Biden will come out and say, I hereby decree there is no election and bang a gavel? Or are you saying Trump will be removed and no one will think that what is actually happening is an election? Like some facade of election yeah. occurs, but it's not legitimate because Trump has already been removed. And so there's no way he can win. And Biden is a foregone conclusion, in which case people will say there was no election. Yeah. And then you've got half the country or more, slightly more, actually, because independents will probably agree. Not all of them. That an election never occurred unless Donald Trump is allowed to run. And unless he is on all of the states and we run it like normal, to be fair, even then people still won't believe it. But unless that happens... Anything that puts a wrench in the spokes, Michigan removes Trump's name. They say, oh, he's in Georgia, removes his name, one state. Then you're going to have half the country say, Do the states we, have we the authority have, to remove his name from the ballot? It's so under the, the argument that they're making. For a, they a did it presidential to, they, candidate? They did, they, did it to a guy, they did it to a guy named Coy Griffin in New Mexico. They, he was at January 6th, and they said, as an insurrectionist under the 14th Amendment, he is disqualified from holding office, and they removed him. Wow. That, that was their, that, their, their trial balloon. Now with Donald Trump, they want to do the same thing. But that was under state law? Federal. Oh, they, Federal, they, okay, amendment. they used the 14th Amendment to, ju to justify. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. So because the 14th Amendment says anyone who's waged insurrection. The reason they keep saying insurrection is because of the 14th Amendment. Yep. Which basically says anyone who wages insurrection against the U.S. is ineligible, blah, blah, blah. Yep. If Trump is, Trump's name is taken off even one state, you will have a law. You'll have half this country saying we never had a 2024 election. Yeah. Yeah. They better like, let him run, man. Imagine it's, it's like North Korea. At that point, they just say it's North Korea. Oh, yeah, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea had an election and Kim Jong-un got 99.9% .9 of the votes again. And then the other guy who ran against them just goes, oh, well, you know, everyone loves him. Yeah. And then afterwards, they walk back, say, here's your paycheck. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah, and my problem with this, too, is like if you're going to go ahead and go after Trump for these charges, then you got to look at the Bidens as well, man. I mean, the dude's receiving millions from China. His son's involved in some nefarious activity. Um, everyone has their dirt. So it's like, okay, if you're going to go ahead and go after politicians, cool, go after all of them. 
Yeah. Go and they never do. And, and they, they never, never do. do. That's the and problem. That's the problem. And that's, I think a lot, of this, I feel the same way about the media. Like, uh, as much as we hate the media, and no matter how much you hate the media, you should probably hate them more in most cases, they would feel... <laughs> Less bad if they even made a half of an attempt to be as willing to go against people on their own side to feign some sense of legitimacy and honesty in their reporting, right? If, if they were willing to report on Joe Biden's or even Hunter Biden's incidents half as much as they're willing to talk about Trump, you could at least feign some sense of objectivity from the media. The same with the government. If they were willing to go as much against Hunter and Joe, not offer sweetheart deals to Hunter and actually seem like you were trying to hold, what do they always say? Uh, speak truth to power. If you were actually trying to hold power accountable, maybe people might buy it more, but they yeah. don't because they understand at least the ones who are politically aware and pay, pay, close, pay close attention understand that they're not going to do that because they never do. And this is why mainstream media is dying. You know, yeah. you guys, this is why guys like you are so important, mm -hmm. right? Alternative media, right? You guys, Joe Rogan, etc. Like this is why people are tuning in to <clears throat> other platforms to go ahead and get their news. Mm -hmm. I mean, CNN, MSNBC, these guys are dying. The last time they had as many views is what? When Trump was on the CNN town hall. Yeah. Like he brought them a bunch of views. They're dying, bro, because everyone knows there's BS. But this brings up another issue, though. So imagine alternate media, right? We have a pretty much like free speech, so to, so, so to say. However, if they come after us, what's next? Because once again, yeah. Trump is being, you know, sorry, kind of like put on the state because he's Vilified, yeah. not with, yeah. with the establishment. What about us? Media personalities are next. 100%. So oh, yeah, well, James, James O'Keefe is yeah. under investigation in New York. And what I was saying was after, after they go for lawyers, mm. the next people are going to be members of the media who were in communication with Donald Trump and then who publicly advocated for some kind of action on January 6th. Mm. Yeah. Now, there, James O'Keefe's under investigation. That's more of a general, they're targeting their political opponents. But uh, I'll pull up this story. No chance of being fairly considered. DOJ sues Musk's SpaceX for refugee discrimination. This is the Biden administration targeting their political opponents. Why? Because Elon Musk bought X. Elon Musk is allowing people to come back. He's allowing people to speak. They can't stop him. They'll try and destroy him. Mm. I got this tweet from Elon. Somebody tweeted, uh, Tom Mueller said, so if I let a non-U.S. citizen see our rocket hardware, I go to ITAR jail. But if I don't hire a non-U.S. citizen, I get sued by the DOJ. Got it. Elon Musk says, SpaceX was told repeatedly that hiring anyone who is not a permanent resident of the United States would violate international arms trafficking law, which would be a criminal offense. We couldn't even hire Canadian citizens, despite Canada being a part of NORAD. Wow. This is yet another case of the weaponization of the DOJ for political purposes, and he is 100% correct. Elon Musk is stepping out in front of the machine, and they are pissed off about it. And so now he is being sued in the most psychotic way imaginable that he hired too many American citizens. This is wow. crazy because look at NASA. They're not doing anything right now compared to SpaceX, right? So they're going to hamper SpaceX and take one of the most, you know, successful spacefaring companies in recent memory. They're going to hamper them. Well, you know, you know they're you going know, to handicap them. I'll tell you what the real issue is. The real issue is that the DOJ knows that if Elon Musk actually builds Starship, it's going to crash into the firmament, exploding, mm. exposing the Earth as flat. Yep. Wait, 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 wait. Come on, bro. I am kidding. You're trolling. <laughs> so we get to the end of the planet. No. Tim, do you, do you believe in flat Earth? 
Of course not. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, that's the joke. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> the DOJ's scared. There's no way. Not Tim too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No way, man. Now, now okay. the ice wall is yeah. a different story. <laughs> that, that, that's it's like, that's Bro, what you have to worry about. Global next. warming? We, we were arguing because I know, like, I keep, I have these friends who are like, then why can't you go to Antarctica, Tim? And I'm like, you can. You can literally go to Antarctica. Like, there's this weird thing where they're like, if the earth was round, then why wouldn't, why, why don't they let us go to Antarctica? I'm like, some dude filmed himself marching through Antarctica, bro. It's just, you gotta get per a permit for it. They think there's like, like government agents guarding the end of the earth. Well, they're right. They, they literally, they, flat earthers think, not all of them, that if you get too close to the edge of flat earth, there's armed ships that will stop you. They're gonna reassign Trump's secret service after he goes to jail and send him to the end of the earth. I'll be completely yeah. fair. You need a no. permit to go to Antarctica? Yes, it's controlled by various military groups. I think there's like 14 nations that have territory there. Okay. And it's just, it's, yeah, because it's scientific research and okay. strategic location that's uninhabited, uh -huh. if you can show up on a cargo ship doing the supply delivery and then yeah. like go on the shore and like look at the penguins and stuff like that, tons of people do these little tours. Mm -hmm. You're there for a few hours and you leave. If you want to do an extended thing, you just have to let the other countries know because it would be like, entering russia without a visa mm, yeah. and so because of that they're like then why won't they let you go and i'm like bro you can't go to russia without a permit they're yeah. not they're, the earth isn't flat because russia is <laughs> requiring ver you know, visas <laughs> i just love the idea though that there's like a secret conspiratorial battalion mm -hmm. guarding the edge of the of flat earth so that anyone who gets too close at any point of the flat earth <laughs> they stop you like, dude, there's no secret cabal wow. dedicated to protecting the firmament. It's where wow. all that black budget money is going. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I've yeah, never right. heard the black, the flat earth theory, so I, this is all new to me. <laughs> oh, there's, this there's is a something bunch. something I haven't, I haven't. We have into. friends that believe in it. I don't know why, but yeah. once again, I haven't, to be yeah, fair, I've, I like, you know, I've not gone to outer space and looked at the earth, so you know. But there's a whole bunch of other reason why the flat earth stuff is just stupid. But it is what but it is. Some if people you believe, believe the earth is real, your other conspiracies are also wacky as well which is, which is funny enough yeah. well hilarious the earth is uh it's actually uh flat and hollow i was gonna say what about hollow earth that's what we really should be talking about no like this is the real conspiracy <laughs> donut earth see every, everybody keeps saying that the earth is flat and there's the other one the earth is hollow i think it's flat and hollow it's a donut <laughs> donut <laughs> okay it's a donut donut earth <laughs> donut earth theory we just can't tell wait that, so then the be, other planets crazy, are though. donut holes and the earth is That's just right. a regular donut okay. would, it, would it be crazy though if the earth was actually a donut like you are hanging out in your city on the inner ring and you look up and you see chicago yeah that'd be, <laughs> that'd be so weird what, what, the what about aliens the yeah. halo. you believe in aliens yeah. tim i mean i believe alien life is possible but whether or not there's intelligent alien life roaming around i don't know a lot of people did until the government said they were real. Oh, I love that. Yeah, the, the meme that's like conspiracy theorists in, you know, 1990, and it's like, aliens are real. Yeah. Reg regular person, oh, shut up, no, they're not. Conspiracy theorists, 2023, regular person, aliens are real. Conspiracy theorists, no, they're not. Yeah. yeah. yeah literally. <laughs> now they're the opposite, yeah. Anyway, back to what we were talking about, though. Yeah. They're going after Elon. They want to shut down anybody who, like, they, they want to cause financial harm to anybody who's helping them out. Here's a guy who put Trump back on Twitter. Trump's making a lot of money off that. Yeah. They're pissed. How are you supposed to stop Trump if Elon Musk is giving him this massive platform they try to take away from him? Mm. Before before Elon had it, Trump was banned off everything. I thought he was allowed back on Facebook or something. Recently. It? Yeah, recently. I, his ban expired or something. It was like, like two years. They're like, okay, fine. You can go yeah. back. But we can see a formula that happens with people that they want to be quiet. Basically, they cancel your accounts. Yep. For example, social media. They ban you. Ba bank accounts as well. And then they go through your family. And then 
put you in jail. The next premier like death, pretty much. I like so. the idea that like they go after Trump for listing his weight as incorrect. They're like, you lied on a government document. You are not 215 oh pounds. Yeah. That's BS. Yeah. yeah. And I can tell you from experience, like when you book somebody in, you don't put them on a scale. You just ask them how much do you weigh and they'll yeah. tell oh, you and like, okay. <laughs> Trump's yeah, like seven no, feet tall and, one yeah. and yeah. they're like, you got a boss. Yeah. Like you, you just like, when you intake them, you're like, oh, whatever, bro. And you just write it down. It's like, okay. Maybe eight right before you got booked. Yeah. Maybe eight. Yeah. Like you typically I mean, don't question. I like, bet women Cause like the always women always come like, in and they lie. I'm a hundred pounds. You're like, it's like lady. One I've seen like four chins. Yeah. I've seen like three separate hundred yeah. pounds. They all look different. Yeah. yeah. Like what the hell? Oh, right. 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 You go on a date. How tall are you? Six feet. Come on, man. I mean, yeah. Rounding up. Rounding up. They, but yeah, but it. but now they have those high heels for guys. You've, you've seen those, right? Oh yeah, those uh, those shoes. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. contouring yeah. whatever. That's, I don't know what they're called. That's There's a knee surgery, surgery stuff too. Yeah, knee surgery. Stuff BBL too. knees. Dude, well, the, knee, the, the, the the leg surgery stuff is messed up. <laughs> they break your legs and then yeah. pull apart. But they sell shoes that have inserts, so it makes you two and a half inches taller. Yeah, I've like seen those. the That's the crazy. surgery okay. thing is depressing. So this yeah. is to think about. This like, is a Tim Pool exclusive. Just so you guys know. They also ask a question. What's fresh? What's your height? And with these shoes, I'm six feet. Oh, what? What? what what's these shoes? are um, uh, Alexander McQueen's. But those are just like normal shoes with a thick sole. But they have a yeah. huge platform, yeah, yeah. bottom. But they're. I would say those are as close as you can get without being platforms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like it's a thick sole. It probably gives you an inch or something. <gasps> yeah, pretty much. But they have these. They have those shoes. Those things. That, or you, you you buy those plastic. They pay things. you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Yeah, yeah you're right. It does. Dudes it's just need to like learn to accept it. Like I'm. I'm they said like you can get like four inches of height out of that surgery or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, like I'm five five. I'm mm -hmm. super short. I'm like imagine the embarrassment of like paying all that money to just be five, to be seven? no, just to be the height of the average American male. Yeah, like just find something else that works for you and, yeah. and lean That's into it. That's crazy though. Yeah. Man. That people are doing this kind of stuff, all yeah. this weird. It's the male BBL. Yeah, well, but again, but, but it's <laughs> social media influence, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. So this is. Instead of going the route of dating, we'll go the route of transhumanism on the conversation. So yeah. like, we can talk about guys wanting to hook up and doing anything to do it and women getting surgery, but there's also people want to be things they're not. Mm -hmm. Guys want to be tall, but they're not tall. They want to be more desirable. Or some people want to be a carrot. Some people want to be a kangaroo. Some people, they're, they're like, there was that tiger man. I'm not Fresh kidding. identifies a lawnmower. The, yeah. On, that's right. On our no, show the, sometimes. Honestly, bro, like, I like it. I love grass. Multiple people <laughs> who, who get <laughs> the super, That's allowed. Who get the super realistic dog costumes and then go walk around the park. Yeah. Like, oh, there's that one guy doing the, that. In the, in the, there's two of them. Yo. There's a guy who did it as a wolf and a guy who did it as a border collie. Clown Future's going to be weird, dude. It, no, it's, it's, it's clown got, world, bro. Uh, we got one of those VR things where it's a treadmill. We haven't set it up yet. We just got it. You strap yourself in. And there's this bowl you stand on, mm -hmm. you put on your VR headset, and when you try to run, the harness holds you in place, and your feet cause you in VR to move, so you can actually move around 360 degrees and run while in VR on this treadmill thing. Mm -hmm. People are going to strap themselves into this the moment that moment it becomes cheap enough for the average household, and they're not going to go in the real world anymore. Actually, we had a guy on the show who spoke about VR OnlyFans, where basically, oh, you yeah. go into this world, and any girl you want to think of- AI be, generated. Yes. Mm -hmm. The only thing is, though, you can create your avatar, create the girl, perfect girl for you, and it's actually items you can use to actually have that same feeling in the real world. So Damn. you can do your thing with the OnlyFans girl in a room. It's going to be so creepy. Girls about to be Metaverse, basically. You can pay so. for it. Crazy. Oh, I'm saying OnlyFans is going to go out of business. Yeah. Because yeah. guys, are, like, it's going to be a bunch of dudes AI generating porn for other dudes. Yeah. Or for themselves. <laughs> yep. 
Wow. And they're, they're going to be able to get that's, the that's also and everything that they want. The future is going to be gross. It's going to be strange. Yo, having hey, kids, but you bro. know what? They, if they let guys, if they let the you know the Transformers into the WNBA, then you know we might actually watch the WNBA. <laughs> They'll be able to dunk and stuff. We'll okay. Like, oh, okay, I'll watch the WNBA Name game now. Two WNBA <laughs> st- uh, women players: Brittany Griner. Uh, one more. One more. <laughs> <I didn't even laughs> that's, that's a freebie. That's a freebie. Uh, one more. One more. The worst trade. Is Nobody it. knows. Bro. Like, uh, the Casey Plummer. What's her name? Yes. Las Vegas. Pl- uh, yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah, and yeah. one more because Brittany Griner is the free space. You, you. Can, it's like name two NBA star, WNBA stars outside of Brittany. Oh, Griner. cool. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. more. One more. Yeah, because everyone knows that, her for the worst trade. The only, of, the of only all time. she went to jail. People know yeah. that one is because she's the lady who threw the the shirts to like the top level of the stadium. So they made a big deal about it because she threw like a basically the equivalent of like an average NFL and, players. And pass. we traded her yeah. for the Merchant of Death. Victor so, Bell, who we spent a ridiculous amount of money to prosecute yeah. for Maybe selling right. weapons. I know one. Sarah Harrison. See? There you go. I got two. You searched out. I did not, I did not look that up. I made the name up knowing you guys wouldn't know. If <laughs> <laughs> My, have you seen the video? Ah, clever, Tim. Have clever. you seen the video where like the, either. the guys go around and he goes, he goes, I will give you one dollar or two tickets to a WNBA game and everybody takes the dollar. Yo, man. I, I mean, bro, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I mean, female sports, like who cares? Well, they <laughs> say, don't, like, 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 bro, who watches female sports? And they're funded UFC, yeah. MMA, women's MMA. I watch that. It's okay. good. It's yeah. good. I, I, I mean, I, I, I could give you that, but it's like all other female sports is like, who's there? Like, you know, happy dads and parents. Like, yeah, go ahead. And here's the I'm, thing. I'm, I'm all for female sports because I think it's good that it keeps uh, women away from doing bad things in their adolescent years, right? And if I have a daughter, God forbid, I'm going to put her in sports, <laughs> right? But... Like professional female sports, bro. Nobody cares. Like this crazy purple haired chick. Uh, what's her name that wants equal Rapido. pay? Rapido. Whatever her name is. Yeah. She doesn't want equal pay. She wants a renegotiated contract because they negotiated their contract in the first place. <sighs> so apparently they're like two pay structures. More money up front, less bonus or less money up front, more bonus. And they're, they negotiated a contract that chose one over the other which meant that they got paid less in the short term than the men. And they were like, hey, look, they're getting paid more than us. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hmm. It's smart move. It's good business. I have more power to him. Here, I'm gonna. Here you go. Uh, Brittany Griner's a given. She's six foot nine, dude. That's oh. she's tall. Sue Bird. Oh yeah. There you go. Wait, I, I feel like, like I feel like most people famous know that name, one, right? Yeah. Sue Bird is like the most famous one. She's I still yeah, couldn't I still couldn't remember oh, it, I know, but, I, I know. but I know that that's a person. Oh, yeah, I should have right? said yeah, Diana Taurasi because I'm, I'm from yeah. uh, Connecticut and she played for UConn. So Della Don's her. good. I've heard yeah. of her before. But I Elena Della Don. Not off the top of my head though. That's that's the truth. You know what's part. crazy though? Like like a good high school men's basketball team can probably beat a WNBA team. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Like, oh, for yeah. sure. Like that, they can probably beat. Well, like them, the so. like what fifteen-year-olds beat the women's soccer team. Yeah, the, like yeah, yeah the national like, team. Like it's, it, dude. It's, I just want to be honest though. Like, the thing about basketball, I don't like. There are a lot of really, really good players, like Steph Curry, mm-hmm. genuine, legitimate, top-tier talent, one of the best, of the best, legend, legendary. I, I watched a video and it said, "When you're so good, you can tell when the floor is broken." And he's dribbling, and then he stops, and he looks, and he points at the floor, and he just knows because he <laughs> understands so well. I'm like, it's amazing. But there oh, are yeah, players, I saw that video, yeah. Right. There are players who are just tall. It's like you're on the team because you're 7'3". Mm-hmm. All that matters. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yao Ming was, I mean, Yao Ming was good too, but, you know, he's an example. But of Seven, course, six. Right. You're going to be good to a certain degree, but like, if you weren't 7'6", would you be NBA level? No, mm. probably not. Right. Muggsy Bowes was one of the best because he was what five foot three uh yeah you so yeah somewhere between five five to five eight someone could fact check me on that please i thought but, it was yeah. shorter than that i thought it was five three yeah let's see because i remember it like somebody said like i figured he was five like, foot three dude yeah because oh, like, okay. i, I yeah. was figured yeah. he You're was right. like yeah. sh- they're saying he's short i was like yeah wow. short for the nba would mean like five eight right but yeah. five three is no. insane and, yeah, and small as good as Holy he was crap. this man uh, his story to me was like when I when I was younger, I was told about a guy who was five foot three, but he could three sixty dunk. I'm like, that shows you hard work pays yeah. off. Yeah, absolutely. you can be the best. Cool dude, man. Absolutely. Shout out to him. Yeah, inspiration. I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about Elon. The, now we're talking about basketball. The chat yeah. is going crazy oh, yeah, because how, no how one talks about women's volleyball. Well, no one talked about women's volleyball, so oh, the chat okay. is roasting the whole show right now because women's volleyball is awesome. Oh, okay. And no one, no right, one brought it enough, up. Fair enough. So, I mean, it's, well, why, name two players uh, for volleyball. Yeah, yes. chat. Name two oh. players. Yeah, name two players. Uh, chat. Look it up, chat. Listen, man. Look it up. List this long. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they don't Listen, care about the female players. They want to look at some cheeks. Yeah, that's why they're going to the game. My fantasy volleyball league is elite. My fantasy volleyball league is elite. My fantasy volleyball uh, team. How much do you think enough. they get paid to play on the women's volleyball team? Let me look it up. You know that the uh, less than OnlyFans girls. The Denver. The Denver. <laughs> yeah, less than OnlyFans. Thirty more stars. Yo, yo, listen, listen. It says the average salary of a professional female volleyball player in the U.S. is between thirty-five and sixty thousand a year. Wow, that's low. And what they pl- and they train dude, a lot. You could be the a manager at a Giordano's in Chicago and probably make more than that. Damn. You could be a UPS driver. Maybe more than that. 170K. Wow. You could be a bottle girl in Miami walking around in your underwear go, woo, and make more than that, dude. The mascots in the NBA make more than the WNBA players. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> the the yeah, Denver, Nug- the Denver Nuggets mascot yeah. is like makes like six hundred thousand dollars a year. The, wow. uh, the average salary among one hundred and fifty one WA athletes was a hundred k in twenty twenty two. Okay, and the minimum is sixty two thousand. And the top played payers earn about two hundred thirty four thousand. Well, here, here's the thing: like they should be. Lo- I mean, I don't want to sound like a jerk. Controversial take doesn't represent anyone here on the panel except for maybe myself, Myron Gaines. But what I'm going to say is this: they they can't get mad that they get paid. You know, they should be happy they're even getting six figures because the WNBA is negative every single year. It's, it's subsidized, subsidized yeah. by the yeah. NBA. Could you imagine if we have a, had a men only league that was negative? And they were being paid by the opposite gender? No, it would never exist. But you know there's no such thing as a men's only sports league. Yeah, I know. I think only in colleges. Yeah. In uh, NBA, women are allowed... There's no, there's no rule barring women from entering. Yes, because there doesn't need to be. Yeah, there have been women who've tried out to be punters or kickers, oh, yeah. kickers. In, the, yeah. in the NFL. Yeah, and here's the thing: women could compete in male sports yeah. as well in, in the at the professional level and at the collegiate level. And the thing is, is that and this is because I was a Division One athlete, and I remember this. Like with female sports, um, with colleges, right? If you look at any big school that has like um, a good a, a good football team, good basketball team, etc., go on their website. You're going to see. Only a few male sports. Then go look at the women's side. They have a bunch of female sports. Why? Because I think it's called, it's Title Nine or Title 27, that basically all the money that's allotted to male sports has to also be allotted to female sports at, at a Division One or Division Two level. Equity. So they end up having random fencing, equestrian, <laughs> all this crazy stuff. And you're like, what the hell? So, um, yeah, I mean, female sports are absolutely funded at the same level, especially at the collegiate level. But yeah, dude, like no one cares about female sports because it sucks. No offense. 
Well, also, I mean, the thing is, is like, <laughs> they say that the women don't support it, right? Yeah. Men come Sorry, out women to support. Women don't even go to WNBA yeah, games. Men come out to support yeah. men's sports, and yeah. so do women, because everyone likes watching people who are at the top of their field exactly. do something amazing. We love to watch somebody succeed. Female sports, it's like if the women came out and supported it, it could do fine, but they don't. And because- it's amazing to me how we put ourselves in compromising situations in the name of equality. I'll explain what I mean by this. So, like, right, we'll have. The WNBA, right, for equality, but it's negative, doesn't make any money, no one really watches it, no one really supports it like that, but we have it because equality in feelings. I mean, my thing too, I don't think women should be in combat positions in the military. Like, why should we weaken our army by putting people, or our military, by putting women in that don't necessarily have the same physical capability as men because you're only as strong as your weakest component. So I'm not saying women can't join the military, but I'm saying in combat positions, etc. This is why for the longest time, women couldn't join infantry because it compromises the integrity of the entire unit because women just aren't, don't have the same physical capability. I'd be pissed if I went ahead and I signed up and I got a female in my unit and I get hurt and she can't drag me to safety. Well, somebody also explained to me, they said that like a lot of it is like because of the way men are wired like if a woman gets hurt in combat they, yes. it, it affects their ability to be uh Listen, to stay focused yes that, you know, that and uh, then also what if they're taken as a prisoner of war yeah well that's going to now be a political um thing done where they're going to you know do certain things to try to show look at us doing this to america so it's just the l all well, around I'll, but you, women know, in you know hurts me though, but, I'll, but I'll, I'll when i'm you. in a call of duty room and i'm with the boys and a girl joins bro i'm like why are you here? <laughs> We're about to lose right now. <laughs> I'll tell you a story. When I did, uh, uh, hostile, hostile environment awareness training. They call it heat heat training, which yeah. is redundant because it's training training if it's heat. But uh, we did a scenario where what what they do is they bring you in and they say, "We're going to give you a series of scenarios. You are journalists in a foreign country in active conflict, and." We're going to do normal jobs and present you with security risks. And uh, so uh, they really it was really fun. Uh, one of them, the first one was like, you're going to a local market to have coffee. And then while you're there, one of the guys, one of the people that's with you, cause we don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. So they say, Hey, here are the people that are on your team, which is typical in like a newsroom. Like here are the guys that are going with you mm-hmm. while you're sitting there, they will take one of the people in your crew and they're gone. And then they'll wait five minutes and come to you and say, all right, let's go. Uh, wait, where's John? And then I don't know. And they'll be like, John's gone. John, where are you? And they'll be like, how did you guys lose him? Where'd he go? to simulate someone getting kidnapped from Ark or something like that. That's mm-hmm. the kind of thing they do. We did a scenario where they said, we're going to go meet with a journalist. We got two cars. We're bringing the full crew. They uh, were driving down the road when a bunch of guys with guns come out of the bushes, stop the vehicles. It's all training. It's all simulation. Yeah, of course. And then they say, screaming, they fire blanks, like everyone out of the cars, make us lay down. This is part of hostile environment training if, you're, if you want to get this done. And then they brought all the women into a barn and then the women started screaming, and then the guys doing the training started laughing, saying they were raping the women in the barn. Mm. And then, like, you, you lay on the ground with guns pointed at you while you hear the women screaming. Yeah. What's really happening is they brought the women and said, okay, everyone starts screaming. Yeah. And so the women are just laughing, and, and then outside, the men are told to listen to the women being raped. Oh, man. And, they were, and then when we go back, they're like, this is the kind of thing that will happen when you are working with female colleagues. And then the funny thing is, because of like labor laws in the United States, somebody yeah. somebody said, yeah, but like, what about men? You know, it's it's like there was some weird question of sexism. And he goes, well, they, they could rape the men, too. You know, maybe they'll take it. I'm like, Bruh. oh, come on. Here's bro. the thing that, that that feminists don't want to understand. And here's the uncomfortable truth. Sexism inherently benefits women. Yep. Like sexism literally creates two different standards because women can't compete in most of them. And people get mad at me for saying this. Like, you're a misogynist. You're a jerk. No, 
I'm just a guy that understands biological differences, and I think we need to keep women protected and away from danger. I don't think women should be in combat positions in the military. I don't think they should be in law enforcement on the field. I can't tell you how many situations I've seen where women are in combat situations uh, on the on the street with a male perpetrator, and they get overpowered. Hold on. And the guy just beats the crap out of them, and they can't even get to their weapon on but time, the, or they can't even fight them off. But the real issue is capability. Yeah. I don't think the issue is women shouldn't be allowed. It's people who can't draw their weapon fast enough. People who can't lift, people who are who are not strong enough. Because if you got a woman who's six foot nine, yeah, pure muscle and brutish, I'd rather have her over a five foot three, you know, frail little effeminate. I'm glad guy. you mentioned that. So this is what I think. Um, and it just so happens that women can't do this. But I'm gonna say, you know what? I agree with you. It should be one standard, one standard. Yes. Male or female, if you can accomplish the standard, fantastic. You deserve to be in. But I know, right? The male standards, right, for the military, for law enforcement, etc. Most women can't do it at all. 50 push-ups, 30 push-ups, 40 push-ups, whatever it may be, women can't do that. So my thing is, by you watering down the standards, you effectively weaken the force in the name of equality. It's feels before reels. Unfortunately, most women are not capable of doing these manual labor jobs that involve combat and or violence, and they shouldn't either. You well, know, I, We talked about it earlier on the culture war. You're in a burning building on the third floor, oh, yeah. struggling to breathe. <laughs> All of a sudden, you hear a door bang open, and you look up, and there's a five-foot-tall, 100-pound woman carrying be pissed. Gear. I mean, you'd, you'd be like, help me. Like, yeah. what? But if it would... I would Brittany the, Griner comes in at six foot nine. Absolutely. Yeah. And picks you up with one hand. You're like, <laughs> yeah. what, what, did, what did you say? Cradle me. Yeah. So it's like, that, that's the point. It's not about male or female. Yeah. Like, the joke I make is like, dude, if I'm in a burning building, and then the door bursts open, and it's a six-foot-five, chiseled, manly man, glistening with sweat, and he smiles as, I'm here to save you, babe. <laughs> Cradle me. Like, save me, dude. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. There's no pretense. I'm going to burn to death. Yeah. And if it's Brittany Griner, I'd say the same thing. Like, if you can save me, save me. Yeah. It's just that the idea that they, they've lowered the standards for fire departments and for police and for things yeah. like this. We shouldn't lower the standards at all. Yeah, just keep, should be keep the same. Anybody it, can come. One standard. It, like, 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 feminists like to cry like sexism and all this other stuff. Sexism benefits women because it creates a second standard for them to be able to compete. If we weren't being sexist, we would have one standard, and we would be like, okay, ladies, go ahead and compete with the men, but they'd never be able to get in. They'd be like, if you want to play basketball, join the N the NBA, and it's like, yeah. uh, there's no woman tall enough, fast enough. I mean, I, I I do think it's curious. I wonder how Brittany Griner would do. She's six foot nine. How would, she, how would she do on average in the NBA? Not well. Uh, she wouldn't even make it. Like, the, the, there's high school boys that would absolutely, like, smoke her. There you go. Mm. Like, like, it, like yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's incredible. Like, people don't realize, like, how good you have to be in the, in the, to be in the NBA. A guy at the end of the bench that barely made the team is smoking 99% of people yeah. in the world. Like, you are literally the best of the best. Like, a Division One basketball player can go ahead and show up and smoke anybody. Like, especially with basketball at an international level, like, these guys are really good. So, so yeah. Brittany Griner needs to go join the fire department then, is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that. She probably can't even pass a physical test and drag a 200-pound person. It, I, th I think it's a 150-pound bag. Is that what it is? I could be wrong, but, but my understanding is they have you carry, you go up uh, to a second floor, then you throw a 150-pound bag over your shoulder and have to run down. Oh, yeah. Most mm. women can't do that. But that's gone. I, don't, I mean, that's, that's heavier than the average woman. Yeah. I think the average woman is like 120 or something. 170. Yeah, 170. They went up, bro. The average female is 170 pounds. Check it right now. The average black woman's 187 pounds, bro. Like, these women are huge. And there are more fat women than fat dudes, by the way. FYI. Shout out to all my black queens. Yeah. 170.8 pounds. Dude, yeah, ridiculous. Five yeah. foot four? Yeah. yeah. 
These yeah. chicks are whales, man. It's getting crazy out here. Man the harpoons. Man the harpoons. <laughs> you guys the are average man is 197? Dude, yeah. like, it's crazy because it's like, wow. as a female, like, dude, you have one job. Just, like, be attractive. Dude, dude, Don't be dude. annoying. America, guy. America, please. <laughs> the average American man, 20 years old, weighs 197.9 pounds with a 40-inch waist circumference. Oh. Fat. At yeah. five foot nine. Yeah. Wow. Yo. So today, Hold, I, I just want to imagine. I'm sorry. Yeah, go I ahead. want to imagine. Go ahead. This dude is jacked. He's got so much muscle <laughs> that he's got forty inches of pure muscle <laughs> at five foot nine. No, that that is just fat. Yeah, we're just, we're just fat as hell in America. Yeah. And, and I will say this: I, I realize how fat we are when I leave Miami because Miami is pretty fit city. But once I leave, I'm like, wow, we really are fat. And there's even more fat women. <laughs> so today I went, I went for a walk to the Weiss. Uh, supermarket, whatever. I think that's like a supermarket. Weiss. Wait, Weiss. And um, I was alarmed to see how many people were fat. Literally, just <laughs> fat. Yeah, dude, it's Probably crazy. for fruits and veggies. It's crazy. Because Miami's kind of like pseudo Our fruit South poison, America dude. and stuff. But like you leave like South Florida, you leave so, like somewhere else, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, there's a lot of fat. Our, I think our food's poison. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I, well, yeah. Dude, because what I hear from everybody is, oh, when I was in insert country, I was eating the same amount of food and I lost weight. When I came to America, I just gained weight Bro, like crazy. Yeah. I came here seven years ago. I was skinny as a stick. Dude, I start eating American food. I got fat. I'm like, what's going on with me? I go back to, to Barbados, skinny. It's like when you it's exactly eat here, it. it's like I don't know it's hormones yeah. or what, but it's really fattening. Yeah, every, everyone did is. tell me that that comes here foreign or used to live here and then they leave and then they lose weight. Yeah, I, I agree with you because when I go to other places, I lose weight and I'm here. Poison. We were in Colombia. We ate hella food. I, I was I felt good. I didn't feel bloated at all. But yeah. were you eating like rice and chicken? Or were you eating cheeseburgers? I had burgers, no. rice. He he ate rice and chicken. No, yeah, I eat healthy all the time. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if you were to go down to Central America and have burgers and fries and lose weight, because it's the oil we use, too. Yeah. I yeah. was So right now, a big thing everyone's freaking out about is seed oils. I don't know about all that. I do know that I someone posted this article where canola oil, which we use for cooking, used to be used for, like, engine lubricant. <laughs> what? Yeah. There's a bunch of food that we have here in the United States that's, like, banned in Europe and other places. Mm-hmm. And another yeah. thing, too, is, like, our portion sizing is ridiculous. And to be a thousand... We uh, absolutely encourage people yep. to be fat in the United States. We don't bow, but we need to go back to body fat, body fat shaming. I think we need to make fun of fat people. We need to bring it back. We need to make fun of fat people. Well, to be fair, if Lizzo can do it, why can't we do it? Yeah, dude, if I was prime minister, well, if I was president well, of the United States, I'd have fat people Lizzo, in shape in thirty days. The 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 ninety nine percent taxation. The gag is to tell people to compliment women that they look like Lizzo. Hmm. <laughs> but stunning and great. <laughs> we did that, that on the show actually. Yeah, and they get offended. They get angry. We asked them, "Would you prefer to be Lizzo or?" Uh, no, Lizzo. be complimented that you're yeah. beautiful like Lizzo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And they all kind of squirmed about it. Like, eh, I don't yeah. know. They'll get angry. They'll be like, hey. Even yeah. though they sit there and say fat is beautiful. <laughs> I think genuinely, so here's the thing that I've noticed about females when they compliment each other. They don't really mean anything they say to each other. Yeah. It's all the sabotage. Oh, no, it's okay. You you be a whore. Oh, no, it's okay. Be fat. No, exercise your sexual liberation. They do that, right? Because, yo, I don't have to compete with this chick no more. Yeah, be a loser. Be a loser. Women give each other self-destructive advice all the time. Well, I, I'll, every single time. Girls in a happy relationship with a guy? Oh, you should leave him. What are you doing? Why are you cooking for yeah. him? Why are you cleaning for him? Are you a slave? Come on, girl. What's wrong with you? And it li- literally perpetuates why so many women stay single there's nothing worse than having a girlfriend and she hangs out with her single friends they're going to poison her there's this uh like trope that i've heard from people in the military there's like a story where when women start basic training they're all friends and they all get along and then by the end of it they all hate each other yeah when men start basic training they're all arguing and fighting and by the end they're all working together yeah 
that like the social dynamics are, are inverted. Yeah. Men, men men bond over like um a shared goal. Well, so so versus women aren't like that. So my understanding was what men are actually doing is figuring out who's the most capable to lead. Oh, and so yeah. the head butting and chest bumping is like roosters being like I'm in charge, no I'm in charge. And then after the trials and tribulations, the men figure out who actually is the best and then align themselves based on that perceived hierarchy. Right. Whereas women are in constant competition with each other for the best men. Yep. So by the end of it, they're all like, I got to sabotage. I got to sabotage. Well, th this is why, this is why people get mad at me for saying this, but this is why you need male leadership. Like women aren't capable of leading anything in a relationship except the end of it. So it's like, God, you need that male leadership and that male instruction. You know, a woman without instructions lead, headed for destruction. And oh, this, this, this is a jerk. But if you look at it, you look at the things that like women are attracted to in men, they're all inherently um, centered around leadership, dominance, strength, perseverance, capability, competence, etc. It's all survival traits that women look for in men. Men don't look for any of these things in women. We don't care about how much money a woman makes, her success, uh, her um, um, income, or any of that stuff because women look for that. Men look for replication value. Women look for survival value. You want young and hot. They yeah. want capable, strong, etc. Makes sense. Look at the bad boy. He's, he kind of like shows leadership. He shows strong he shows a guy that can actually fight. <clears throat> and even though he's not the best option, pretty much, the bad boy shows those traits. So you're right. And here's the other thing, too, with men. Like, men naturally fall in a hierarchy of dominance and success and competence because there's always that threat of violence, right? Because men are willing to fight, right, to, um, to express themselves to, to a degree, right? And, then, and, and, the, and they just kind of fall in line. With women, it doesn't really operate that way. They did a, I'll never forget the survivor, right? They put the men and the women and pitted them against each other. Two different islands. Right, two different islands. Dude, the women were like arguing about if they were going to hunt and kill the animal. They couldn't make fire. Oh, they couldn't bro, make bro. shelter, etc. And what ended up happening. So check this out. Very interesting. I forget what season it was, but someone in the chat is probably going to put it. So the guys, they end up building fire. They end up building a home and everything Tiki like bar. that. Right? They, they build everything up and they're good, right? They're hunting and they got, they, they got their stuff going, right? So the women figure out, okay, we don't know what we're doing. We're living like we're, we're, we're terrible, right? So the chicks go over to the lower status males in that group and tell them, hey, listen, can we get some of your resources, blah, blah, yep. blah. And they finesse them. And the guys, right, the simps that they are, go ahead and give some of the resources, right? And that causes turmoil with the other guys. So the women knew if we go to the, the weaker guys, right, the beta males, I hate to use those terms, but we go to those guys, we can manipulate them and get some of their resources. That caused a bunch of infighting a, with the guys. This is what happens one. when female influence comes in there's a better and one. men aren't strong. There was another show where they put men and women on two different islands and the women were crying, lost, super upset. They, uh, and and, so, and the, the feminists argue that the show is staged to insult women because it's hilarious and everyone, it goes viral. But the, there was like one where the women are like, we need to find water, so we're going to go search for water. We'll be back. And they started walking in circles. Uh -huh. And then once they walked past the same icon, this woman broke down and started crying, being like, oh, how does this happen? Like, how are we lost? It's like someone who's never walked in the forest doesn't realize how easy it is to get lost because you don't realize when you turn. Mm -hmm. If like you're walking through the trees, the trees aren't a straight path. Yeah. So like, I recently walked around an island and the path you're walking on feels straight. Yeah. And then you, you walk like two miles and you're like, we just walked in a big circle. It's crazy. Yeah. You, it's, it's slightly curved, but it's yep. so big. You don't know you're going in a big circle. And, yeah. and men have far more. They, they know that like this is scientifically proven. Men have more spatial awareness than women. Men, this is why right. men are better with directions and, and being able to manipulate the world. You know, and why that's why we're better at building things. And it's not to say that men are better than women, but we're just better at certain it's things different. that tend to deal with yeah. infrastructure. So it's like it's very interesting how. And, and I've said this before. Guys get so mad. Not guys, but like people get mad at me for saying this. But men need to understand that women are hardwired to extract resources from men.
Like that's what they're hardwired to do. When it comes to true, you know, raw survival, etc., that's what women do. They use their beauty to extract resources for men, and it's on you to make sure you don't get finessed. We're gonna go to super chats, so smash that like button, subscribe oh, to nice. this channel, Let's do it. Share the show with your friends. Become a member at TimCast.com to support our work directly and pick up your tickets to the Miami event on sale now. Patrick Bet David, Donald Trump Jr., and uh, Matt Gates, Luke Rakowski, me. We're going to be doing the show on stage live, and we're also going to have like audience Q&A and stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Rain Gutter Corey says, Trump pulled off blue steel better than Zoolander himself. <laughs> that was blue steel, wasn't it? And they spelled it S-T-E-A-L, like steal the election. Hmm. Uh, nope, nope, just regular steel, but it would have been funny. funny. No, people posted that at the bottom. Oh, really? Yeah. Blue steel. Yeah. Amazing. Lamech says, Tim, our band Lamech has just released our latest tr- uh, track, Higher Ground. Are you still offering grants for those contributing to culture creation? If so, we would greatly appreciate you giving us a listen. We'll definitely check you out. Let me write it down. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's nice. There I we like go. that bullet pen. <laughs> it's cool. It looks like a 50 BMG. Yeah. So check out, take a look at this pen. It looks like a bullet, but it's a pen. Wow. Oh, we got a couple of them, actually. They're really cool. I'm stealing one. <laughs> Anthony Sanford says, in solemnity of Trump's mugshot, we should all change our profile pictures to that beautiful orange scowl. It's, it's happening right now. It is happening. A lot of people yeah. are doing it. Yep. Yeah. Shoe on head yep. as uh, Trump's mugshot. Shout out to Trump, man. I like it. Shoe on head posts these people always accusing her of being a guy. <laughs> she, or she's done it more than once. Shoe on head's great. Yeah. Okay. Funny. What do we got? Verkalos Al Corlin says, you know. I have to wonder how much of the money the government sending to Ukraine is getting funneled back into the pockets of certain politicians. Oh, large mm, portions of them, dude. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Zelensky's a criminal. Big Everybody facts. knows that. He took a bunch of money to build roads, a.k.a. never built the roads. Yeah, so That's one that? of the few things he's done, or not done in this case. Brian in Inf Edge says, look at all the hate watchers in chat. Y'all just clowns that can't stack paper to the ceiling and ride on 20-inch chrome. WFNF. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for the support. Shout out to you, man. We got a lot of haters, but it's okay. KB says Trump was right. He never came back to Twitter. LOL. That's right. He's on X now. <laughs> it's a different go. thing. Amos Moses says, when are you having congressional candidate Brandon Herrera, a.k.a. AK Jesus on? Uh, in like a week or something? I don't know. It, I, don't know I don't know when he's going. It's coming up. I don't remember if it's next week, but uh, week it's, it'll be soon. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's coming. Cool. Coming, coming. Jason Dixon says, one of our Discord members owns a business called GCWindsor.com. His, his product is excellent for the fresh and fist fit audience. His product is designed to bringing men to the next level in their fashion game. Love your work. Very cool. Thank you for the support, bro. That's important, man. MB says, make the poker show legal by winners p- playing for charities that change the culture. Finally got our 501c3 approved to support homeschools in Massachusetts. Would love you to play for us. That was one of the considerations, but no consistent weekly player wants to play for charity. Mm. So we want to do a poker show. Okay. And it's mostly table talk. Like, you know, when we were all hanging out, 
talking smack and yeah. joking and laughing. Yeah. That's more what the show is, and poker is just what we're doing at the table. Gotcha. Right. So you're probably you're just dudes being crude. Yeah. But, Shout out to you for teaching me how to play poker. Yeah. Well, mostly a lot. Yeah. He was super excited. He loves yeah. poker. Tim, but just just don't fold, bro. Don't fold. Don't fold. Sometimes you gotta fold. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta you gotta know how to hold them. Know when to fold them. <laughs> I was just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but we want to do this show, and the challenge is we need a consistent lineup of players, guests. The players, the core, like six, maybe like five of the players mm. are going to be locals who want to play a cash game. If we were like, it's all for charity, then the players are going to be like, count me out. Mm. Like, I'm not playing to just make some donation because these are not celebrities and we can't get eight celebrities every week. The idea is just to have a handful of locals and like one or two guests. And then we're sitting on a table and we're all just smack talking and making jokes and it's just open This is for kids for homeschool? No, this it, is it's, it's poker money with boys. for kids for no, no, no. But like with the fun, the, her, the, the charity is for okay. But the charity is to fun, to fund her, so kids she, can have homeschooled. No, no. She's saying we should do various charities. Okay. Also, she has a charity that we could use. Okay. But nobody wants to play for charity. Gotcha. Like but, but, it's a, it's, a, it's a thing they do with celebrities where they'll play poker for charities yeah. and then the winning player's money goes to the charity. But no small, like no local cash player wants to do that. Do you play online or not really? Nah, it's not the same, huh? It's I I yeah. Okay, gotcha. I like there are people who are super hardcore like poker culture into poker and they love online and they love live and I'm just like the only game I care about is playing with real people. Gotcha. Cuz I don't care about looking at a digital screen and seeing buttons click and graphics slide around. That's just boring to me. Okay. But in real life, you're watching people sweat, one guy's talking smack about the other guy. And yeah. People are shaking. It's a lot more and, fun. <laughs> but mostly, you're, 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 when you're, at, you're hanging out at the table, people are just talking about everything. Yeah. It's like, you, you go to these tables, and it's really funny. Uh, my friend Robbie was out here. We're in West Virginia. We're playing at Charlestown. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Robbie, got a mouth on him. And so he just looks at one guy and goes, are you a libtard? <laughs> and then he goes, excuse That's me? That's what I call them, too. And he's like, bro, are you a libtard? And he's like, I'm a liberal. And he goes... Oh, he's like, I didn't mean anything by it. And then everyone busts out laughing like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. like, this, but they, the guy, like, I guess they got, they got along. I don't okay. know. Because nice. he's just goofing off. But like, it's that's like, funny at the table when people are acting silly. Maybe a man. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. And it's like, and, and, and it is 90% men. Sometimes there's women there. It's almost always men. Yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like, what do women do? You know what I mean? Make I mean, sandwiches. I, I, I don't mean that literally. Serve drinks. What I mean is like, guys it, from our perspective is we're always engaged in kind of activity you know what i mean like the majority of the people who watch this show 80 percent guys yeah skateboard let's go to a skate park almost all guys yeah go to a poker room almost all guys go to a, 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 a baseball game you know like excuse me i mean more heavily towards men. if we're gonna be honest men. dude what, like i mean men absolutely dominate all human uh, hu- men are the best at most human endeavors and women are mediocre at most human endeavors and the reality is is that most of them don't have hobbies being honest there's some exceptional women that like are great at certain things, but most girls would rather just hang out and go to the mall and watch drama TV. I mean, we asked them on the show, "What are your hobbies?" And they don't have beach. Any. Well, hanging out with Sephora. friends. That <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, what does that even like, mean? Yeah, dude. Like, like most girls. Like, honestly, like if you actually like this is what we we've done this before. Yeah, yeah. Blindfold and like listen to the and like you go on like a blind date. Literally, you're blind and she's talking to you, mm-hmm. and you're just like, "What the hell? What are are you stupid? Like, what's going on here? Like, once you take off like their looks, like they really a lot of girls are just boring and don't do anything. But those are those are hobbies. I mean, we as guys yeah. around a table, we don't want to go to the mall. We don't want to just sit and talk all day. Women enjoy you think those going things. Going to malls a hobby though? 
it's it's a hobby. We're not going to find it fulfilling. Well, look, We're like, not going to find on, it on. cool. Wait, wait, hold but. on, hold on. If you if you met a chick and you said, "What do you want in hobbies?" and she goes, "I like to go out into wildlands and like uh, forage for fruits and learn about the plants and look for seeds and plant things," would you call that a hobby? Yeah, that'd be interesting. That is, and I'm not a scientist. I'm saying my understanding is that's the root of shopping. So like human tribal behavior was men would go hunt. So men are going out and seeking these, this kind of conflict and women would forage. So the women would go together and walk around looking at trees and being like, oh, you know, they'd grab the berries and they'd grab fruits and vegetables and they would gather while the men. Yeah, but they're actually working when they're shopping, they're Um, spending their money. What I'm saying is shopping (laughs) is a facsimile of foraging, but you go there and you look around at all the things you want. But Tim, let's be real here. The last time that happened, Adam and Eve, we saw what happened to the world, you know? (laughs) What eating foraging? Yeah, she took the fruit. Well, she got tricked though. <laughs> she fell for it, and then she tricked Adam. So no, we're screwed. Yeah. Man, that, that don't work, man. Welcome to the Misogyny Podcast. I'm just kidding. Misogyny. All right, all right. <laughs> Marion Holtzman says, "Crooked lawyers, judges, and prosecutors will absolutely do or say anything to get President Trump. If nothing comes of it, at least they can say we tried." This is all a big fat diversion trying to get eyes off the Biden crime family. Yeah, mm. it's going to hurt his reputation regardless. I agree, and they don't yeah. they don't look at Biden. Yep. These uh, GC Windsor guys are really, really excited and want, want us to let you guys know they exist. Jeffrey Nunez. Shout out to them. Yeah, he said, I'm JC, a GC Windsor Jeff, the Discord member with the extremely unique product that everyone has been noticing. I believe I have a story that you would love to hear through an, uh, through an interview if you would consider it. No. Send us a DM. Send freshman go. CEO DM. No, I'm looking for it. Okay. What, what's it? GC Windsor? GC Windsor, yeah. Okay. No idea. I don't know what it is. Just put Tim Cass in all caps and I'll find it. What do we got? Better be good, brother. Better be good. Oh, and for all the people that are wondering, guys, I did a hair transplant. This is my real hair. It's not a toupee. Yeah, last time he he was here. Yeah, I was bald as hell, but I did did a hair transplant. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I cut like a, yeah, I was bald as hell last time I was here. Uh, I basically cut like a strip of my head and then they like take out the hair follicles from that strip of uh, your skin and then they pluck it in the parts where you have thin hair and now I got hair. But it's it's like they take a little piece, but... Now you have a full head of hair. Yeah, so like they, they cut a, a, a cut in the back of your head. I got a, like a scar back here, right? Oh, wow. And then they take that piece of skin and there's a whole bunch of hair follicles. They take each pluck each follicle of hair and pluck it into the parts that were thin. Hmm. So it's basically like a hair BBL kind of. Oh. Yo, Tim, <laughs> Tim. So yeah, but it's my real hair, guys. I'm it's not a toupee. You. you have hair under, under I, there? I do not have hair under the beanie. Can I see it? Completely. In, yeah, after the show. No, no. <laughs> right now? Yeah. Come, Come on, fresh. No. <laughs> Come on, bro. Hair battle. Of course not. <laughs> you know what's funny? So right now we're battling between waves, right? In our hair. You know, we're I've black. only been brushing for two weeks. But right now I'm winning the battle because I'm black. No, you're not, bro. I'm darker. Okay. So I'm winning. <laughs> yeah, he, he so, even... so, so why do it? Why get the hair plugs? No, no, Have no. Have you no, wearing pl- a beanie? No, it's no hair plugs. <laughs> it's my hair. It's my hair. God damn it. Oh, it's sorry. It's no hair plugs. Oh, yeah, with a transplant. Sorry. Why, why the transplant? Yeah. Uh, I was just like, dude, uh, like I'm on camera. I'm getting bald because like dealing with girls every night and debating them get, got annoying. Like, it, dude, it's more stressful dealing with these chicks than chasing after terrorists. <laughs> like, like, bro, I was like what the like you can't name three countries and i'm debating with you that like men and women are biologically different like what the hell is going on here so like yeah i lost hair from like debating these ridiculous girls you, you don't got me bro when they said they could fight men i'm like oh, why do you want to fight a man that makes no sense I can't to me tell you how many girls that come on the show i could fight a man i'm like why it's all the movies and the television it's but it sounds like the women you're surrounding yeah. yourself with no dude these, Tim, these chicks come are on, PhDs, bro. man educated they're, they're PhD, regular college degree Listen, they're from Europe. I get it. I from get Canada. It. They're from America. Yeah. There's no saving. I'll say this. This is what I've realized about women that are educated. 
they tend to be even more grounded in their delusion. Let me explain. They'll make $100,000 per year. Well, I make $100,000 per year. I deserve a man that makes $100,000 per year. No, you look like a garden gnome. You don't deserve a guy that makes that kind of money. But they think because they make that kind of money and they have a certain status or whatever that they deserve that guy. But they don't realize that men don't well, care about. They money. don't realize right, that right. they don't it's, have any. It's not about deserve. Yeah, like men don't care about. That's that. it right there. Mm. There, there was an article from the New York Post that I read a few years ago that triggered a bunch of feminists. They all started screaming at me, and it's it was uh, career women struggle to find men who make as much mm. money as they do. Yes, yes. And it was like this woman, she's thirty two and she makes fifty thousand a year, and she can't find a man who makes that much money. And I was like, I'll I'll break it down for you. And I don't mean to be rude, but if there's a 32-year-old guy making 50000 a year, he's going to be dating a 23-year-old. Yeah. Because $50,000 to a 23-year-old is a lot of money. Yeah. That, and it's not a lot of money to you. <laughs> so, like, if a guy is in his 30s and has money and has access to a younger dating pool he's attracted to, why would he go for him in his own age? I'm not saying it's right. You're speaking too much logic, Tim. Stop. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that Your all, all the data shows it. Your misogyny <laughs> And I was like, you know, you know my advice to these women is? They got to date a guy who's 45. Yeah. And then they're going to find a guy who's, but, but I guess their argument was they, they want a guy who makes as much as they do. Yeah. But I don't think guys want that. No, they don't. No, they don't. No. Yeah. It's, also, it's been, yeah. And women are now like, a lot of metrics are saying like, because women are graduating college at higher levels yeah, right they're now. they're earning more. And they're out, and they're out earning them, they which are. is just actually making them more miserable. Yep. It's shrinking their own dating pool Dude. while trying to tell them that they're happy. Yeah. Feminism yeah. It's facts. is the greatest gift to ultra high tier men. Yeah, it is. men, yeah. It, they, they, listen, yeah. the women are told to be promiscuous, to abort their babies. Yep. So the men can do whatever they want. They have to do very little work. Now the women are getting the jobs. They're getting the PhDs and they're working, they're working these office jobs and the ultra high value man can sit back, play video games all day and then tell them when we have 12, 12 wives or whatever. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, dude, it, what, what feminism has done is it's inadvertently given all the leverage to the top 1% of men in the sexual marketplace who are never going to commit to them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. We'll grab some more. We'll grab some more. Yeah, let's do it. What do we got? I love listening to GS059 says they never forgot that he said to peacefully to protest peacefully. They just got done peacefully protesting for over a year and know uh, and know what it means. That's right. Yep. So when they said um, mostly peaceful protest and then they heard Donald Trump say protest peacefully, they were like, we know what he means. Wow. All right. Marion Holtzman says, geez, none of you are legal experts. This conversation of what ifs is totally fruitless. Uh, Thank you for the hundred dollar super chat to let us know, but I, but I'll read your criticism. I mean, I think there was a very valid discussion. We talked about the statutes. We talked about what right. potentially could happen. People are gonna hate, bro. Thank you for, right. yeah. for the roses. Like yeah, like Shanzi says, <laughs> wrong Tim. They can notify notify by TV and newspaper if you don't have a mailing address or residence. I had to sue my wife with no contact info. Yes, but that's a special circumstance. If they know where he lives and everyone does. Legal service needs to be delivered, but to your point, yes, that would be serving a warrant and saying, yeah, for a criminal investigation is a bit different, but yeah. And I think Trump should have been like, yeah, absolutely, that's that's what you should do. Yeah. Hmm. Something something says Hillary was not allowed to be served because the Secret Service didn't allow it. Her lawyers said that they couldn't take uh, take it take it had to be served to her directly. Tulsi Gabbard was unable to sue Hillary for defamation. Wow. Oh really? <laughs> I didn't know that. That's crazy. Damn. He went from crooked Hillary to crooked Biden. He talked about that in the Tucker interview, too. That was funny. Keen Speaks says, what if it was safer to respond in the manner he did, where Trump is able to fly in his own accord to the station, which allows him to make a media spectacle of the legal spectacle? Just my thoughts. I, I think Trump's team planned it. I don't think it was just legal. I think it was, it, I think it a PR guy. It was fundraising. 
Right. And, and it was, yep. He doesn't get the merch drop if he doesn't get to do it that way. Yeah. I bet he's going to make 50 million bucks or some ridiculously obscene number. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he spun the, spun in his favor, man. They keep losing, these guys. The more they indict him, the more they talk about him in the media negatively, the more people support him. Yeah. Ginger McIsaac says, now that Trump now has a mugshot, he would be more relatable to someone disadvantaged. Yep. Don't those people tend to vote blue? Sounds like a possible dilemma to me. You know what's funny? By them taking that mugshot, which is, you know, Atlanta's, you know, mostly African-American, they've basically, like, they've galvanized African-American <laughs> community because they're like, yeah. oh, yo, especially the hip-hop community. Like, I saw a couple people on Instagram right now. We like, saw I'll vote now. My yeah. person yeah. went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I'll vote for now. One of the most legendary rappers I know today, Chief Keith posted Trump, his mugshot. Nice. I can relate, homie. Hey, hey, wow. talk. Yeah. That's crazy. Bro, like, they, they, yeah. this Trump, is going to backfire. They were like, we're going to arrest Trump. And then Trump's got, uh, Trump's, uh, at Political advisor is like, you are going to skyrocket with black males yeah. in the voting. Like, if you do this, and yeah. he was like, let's go. Mm. Yeah. So it, it's it's literally like backfiring on them. I, you know, <laughs> hold on, we're we're laughing about it, but I think you guys are right. Yeah. Because in his on his website, he talks about how the jail is bad, how it's how it's the conditions are awful, and how it's horrible how they treat people. I wonder if they were like, hey, let's turn this into uh, target people who feel disenfranchised or have been to jail. Use this to your advantage. Yeah. Wow. And that used to be a demographic that would never vote for him because he was so pro-law enforcement, et cetera. So now, like, and it's funny because Democrats, like, always try to appeal to the African-American community. Like, we're going to give you guys more. We're going to help you guys out more, blah, blah, blah. But they never do. So this is actually them shooting themselves in the foot because now they've effectively made their opposition have an image of sympathizing with the very market that they tried to market to the most to get their votes. They made a white man relatable yeah. to the black man. There you go. Literally. He can Bam. also point to the First Step Act and the work they did there with yeah. the, within the community as far as people who had been jailed for... Yeah. But that's, that's like a hard policy question yeah. you have to know about. Yeah. Trump yeah. getting arrested and then being like, that's out that there. jail was yeah. whack. They're going to be like, yeah. But you got rappers that never supported him supporting him now. Hey, which yeah. is crazy hey, to me, bro. That have you a wanna, huge you wanna, platform. You want to yeah. know what's messed up? Out of the 19 defendants, only one was remanded without bond. Only one. Who? Only one. Who? What do you think his race was? Black? Black. The only, oh, the wow. only Trump defense. No, I'm sorry. That's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only one, my understanding, the only one was remanded, right? Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, so the one that was remanded El without Atlanta. bond. <laughs> uh, <laughs> director for Black Voices for Trump. Uh, I only, can't remember his name. Only one remanded. To be fair, though, there was, I think there, there might maybe one or two other black defendants who were not remanded. But I do think it's funny that uh, the only one who does end up getting <laughs> oh rated, my God. I'm like, they're racist. So they're all kind. This is like those uh, scary movies where the black person dies first, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's well, man. Let's grab some more. <sighs> Jesus says, got my cast brew coffee and Ripperverse comic today. Thank you, Tim and Eric. Best day in a while. Awesome. Yes, Tim and Eric. How, how, very great. No? No. You get it. Mm. Tim and Eric? Mm -mm. You don't know what Tim and Eric is? Mm. You're not familiar with Tim and Eric? Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know what Tim and Eric is? No. Is that you? Somebody else? No. Well, yes, they're referring to me and uh, Eric July, but Tim and Eric was a show on Adult Swim. Mm. Oh. Ah, okay. No, I, I, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, wow. That, I mean, there you go. Cultural relevance out the window. Sean Lewis, the really good, uh, really good, really good post says Trump, quote, I will surrender paying the full $200,000 if Georgia donates all of the money to help the Hawaii fire victims. Otherwise, serve the warrant and come get me. Mm. After the conversation we just had, I understand why he surrendered now because the guy, the rich elite getting pulled out of his house by cops is not going to look good, especially right. for lower class kind of people yeah. 
So that's why he surrendered. Yeah. Image. Yeah. And, and, and also, like I said, the optics, like they already have him as an insurrectionist. So it's like by him saying, I'm not coming, blah, blah, blah. They can go ahead and say, see, we told you about yep. January 6th. This guy doesn't love. He's trying to overthrow the government. He doesn't even follow the law. A yep. peaceful surrender. That's what they would say. Okay. I get it. Yeah. It's, it's an optics situation, man. Because it's crazy how they spun January 6th to make him look like it was, he was a, he's an insurrectionist when he, per- he literally said, protest peacefully. But they always tend to forget that. I think if uh, I was going to put this in words that was going to be more relatable, Trump is now my wigger. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, bro. No, there you go. Chad Conego says, the earth is a donut. The moon is the donut hole. Mm-hmm. That proves it, dude. That proves it. <laughs> yep. Interesting. Raymond Magnuson says, correct me if I'm wrong, if Trump is acquitted in the false alternate electors charge, could this give the Democrats precedence to use alternate electors themselves at the discretion of Kamala Harris? It's really interesting. Alternate electors are not illegal. Mm. They've been done before. In 1961, Richard Nixon, as vice president, rejected the certified Republican uh, uh, electors in favor of the uncertified Democrat electors by personal choice because the vice president can do that. Mm. That's the precedent by which Donald Trump was like, I'll do the same thing. And they said, nope, you can't. It's illegal, which is just not true. It may be illegal now to change the law. But the vice president always had the authority to reject votes. Yep. That's the purpose of the vice president. They say, it's ceremonial. No, it's, it's literally not. It's the vice president. Thomas Jefferson did it too, if I'm not mistaken. Re- rejected electors? I think so. I don't know about that. I know in 1876, I think it Trump was. Trump alluded to it in his, in his uh, uh, interview with Tucker. 1876, yeah. the end of Reconstruction. They didn't know which electors to count. There was a civil war was on the verge of breaking out again. And they said, okay, let's compromise and just figure out who's going to be president. And so the, the agreement was, okay, you can be president, but reconstruction is over. This is a case of they can do it, but I can't do it. Yep. Pretty much. That's exactly it. I'm sad. Reminds me of us. Oh, yeah, <laughs> bro. We can relate. My wigger, man. My wigger. <laughs> we could definitely relate. Yeah, Trump. We, we, we do relate, certain bro. things and we get penalized for it, man. But other people yeah. do it. Either. Cellular says men's gymnastics is subsidized by USA Gymnastics, which is primarily funded by the women. Yeah. Although it's huh. bad. Because Title IX decimated men's NCAA, which negatively affected our Olympic performance. There we go, Title IX. That's what. Uh, yeah. That 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 is one thing. I think gymnastics. I'm I don't, I'm not super familiar with it, but it sounds like that one's where it's just mostly heavily heavily female. I can tell you that when I was a kid, all of the gymnastics programs in my area of Chicago didn't allow boys. Mm. It was only only for girls. Well, so, yeah, they get more funding too. But why why is gymnastics only for girls? I mean, like well, guys could do backflips. Yeah, no, it's for men too, but it's just not as highlighted because it's yeah. not as funded. Like for, I can give you an example, like men's rowing, right? I, I rode division one at Northeastern university. Like we, even though we were a better team, right. And we ranked higher than the women's team because the women's team absolutely sucked. Um, they, they got way more funding because of title nine because it was, oh, I see. yeah. So wow. that's what ends up happening a lot of times. David Toronto says women's tennis is legit, at least in the money-making department. But the best pro woman couldn't beat a D1 man, not even close. Yeah. I mean, Serena Williams would lose. I mean, she did I, lose. I think she lost an exhibition game to like right. a hungover dude ranked. Like That's the story. Yeah. They said they could beat any man ranked 200. And he was like, OK, I'll do it. And then he showed up smoking and drinking and won. <laughs> w man. I mean, yeah. I, I read that on the Internet. I don't know. It's true. No, it's true. She got yeah. smoked. Man. It's it's. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I say this on a podcast all the time. And girls get mad at me. I say, you know, women are physically inferior to men. Yeah, that's so messed up. And it's like, no, it's the truth. Like, like, and even in other endeavors, right? You look at video games, you look at chess, you look at Formula One driving, you look at things that aren't even necessarily physical, but maybe just a reactionary time. Men dominate that too. We love women, by the way. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we just acknowledge the differences between us. And I think women need to be put in positions where they have more adv- advantages, like the kitchen. 
All right. <laughs> Costly Gold says canola, uh, was, canola was originally a trademark name of the Rapeseed Association of Canada. The name was, uh, was a condensation of can from Canada and Ola meaning oil, low acid. Really? Hmm. I thought I thought that was it's, it's like it comes from a. Spe- oh, is, it, is, it, is that what it is? Rapeseed? Is that is that what it is? What? I didn't know that. I had no idea what it was. All I know is I always just see the thing that says canola oil on it, and it's got like a weird plant, and I'm like, I don't. Mm. Know. It's food, but I don't use it. I, I like using uh, I like using butter for basically everything now. Yeah. Just if I'm going to use oil, it's going to be butter, mm. and then I'm going to drink a glass of heavy cream, take a stick of butter, and just microwave it a little bit and then pour it right into my mouth i'm kidding that's that's i was gonna say yeah i was gonna say damn it that's a lot of calories bro i do have like a, a fourth cup of heavy cream for breakfast mm. and that's it okay is peanut oil better than regular oil because that's what well, what's regular oil though i don't know just whatever they use other than peanut oil yes absolutely because Chick- chick-fil-a well, uses look, i can't oil. i can't i can't tell you where's a woman we need to ask this question yeah but i'll just say this i would i would rather have <laughs> i would rather have peanut oil than canola oil but i'd rather have avocado oil or, uh, or olive oil than peanut oil. And I'd rather have butter than any of it. Yeah, olive oil is... Mm. I think butter is just the best. Or, organic, grass-fed, and finished butter. Yeah. I learned this. I didn't know this. Grass-fed <coughs> beef. What yeah. do you think that means? Cows that eat grass? That's not what it means. I was... It means that at some point they gave the cow grass. <laughs> oh, wow. At some point. Grass-finished means the cow only ate grass oh yep so you get these these like weasel in the store and it says grass-fed beef and they're like right when they were young we fed them grass and then we switched them over to grains oh my god grass finished means they ate nothing but they foraged their whole lives it's like when they put like candy and they say 100 percent fruit yeah. and they're like wait no this is okay a no, no no they say 100 percent pure beef and then they argue legally yes of the 10 percent of the burger that's beef it is 100 percent pure beef <laughs> Conspiracy here. <laughs> organic food. Is it real? How do you tell it is organic or not? How do you know? They still spray pesticides they, It gets on certified. It. It, 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 a lot of, yeah, it does. It's, there's like certain regulations as to what they can or can't use in terms of pesticides and other chemicals that are on organic food. But uh, we have coffee at Casper.com. It is all certified organic. It, that means it's a certain process by which they don't use certain chemicals and things like that. And then we have to prove it, submit it to the government. Who then says we agree with the assessment and they slap the label on it saying we checked. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to all the vegans. Shout out, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Yes. Become a member at Timcast.com. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me personally at Timcast. Do you guys want to shout anything out? Uh yeah. Uh, we're not doing any more chats. You done? That's it. We're wrapping. Oh, okay. Shout out right. time. Uh guys, check us out on uh, Fresh and Fit Man on YouTube and Rumble. Um and yeah, I mean Pretty much it. Yeah, pretty much we 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 live stream uh Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We do the daytime show, Money Mondays, Womanizer Wednesdays, and then call in show and or guest Fridays. And then we do the after hour show with the girls where we debate different topics. And um yeah, man. And then check me out on Fed Reacts if you guys like the criminal justice stuff that I talk about. Give you guys insight. I cover serial killers, terrorism cases. Oh. Murder, famous case, high-profile cases. I break down cases like this with the Trump situation. I read the legal documents to give you guys my professional assessment on it. And yeah, man, we give you all everything, bro. And thank you for having us, bro. And Absolutely, thank you for having dude. us, Tim. We'll yeah, cult- cultural. We'll that was really, really fun. Yeah. And I'm glad you guys were able to stick we'll around see you in Miami. And we're going to have Tim on the pod. I know people, yep. some of you guys were probably wondering, hey, hold on, you guys scheduled the show, whatever. We just had like some technical difficulties because Tim has a different setup than we do. Um, but Tim's going to come to Miami and we're going to have him on the pod. So don't worry. We'll definitely talk to Tim. When, and, when uh, do you guys yeah. do your normal show? 
Uh, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, one on one, and yeah. then girls like nine. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But Tim, yeah, guys, fresh and fit on YouTube and on Rumble. Check us out over there. Tim, do me a favor though. Shout out to Rumble, man. We come in October. Rumble's the future. To Miami. Interview with, with no beanie. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Free the beanie. Free the beanie, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. This guy fresh, man. He said nah, nah. But nah, man. Thanks for having us on the show. It's always thanks, great. It's, yeah. This is our third time on. Yeah. Uh, and it's always really fun coming up here and hanging yeah. out. So even though we're out in the middle of nowhere, I'll, I'll tell you guys a funny story. First time we ever came out here, right? It's out in the middle of nowhere. And me and first get out the car and it's all dark. And I'm like, bro, that's it. Dudes in white are going to come. <laughs> we're done. Like, we're done. This, this is a setup where yeah. there's no podcast. <laughs> it's a wrap for us. And uh, it was, was a great like, time. I should have stayed in Barbados, man. Yeah. I thought there was like burning crosses or something. Yeah. I was like, I was like, man, it's a double whammy. I'm like, I'm like black and Arab and Muslim and he's Bayesian. I'm like, oh my God. They got like a kill-tacular right now. This is going to be so easy for them. We should have never agreed to this. Yeah, we're done. We're done. And then uh, we walked in. It was really a podcast. But Tim's always a great host, man. It's always, always. fun to be here. It's always uh, great to hang out with you guys and chat it up. Yeah. Right on, man. All right, guys. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and X slash Twitter at Brett Dasovic on both of those platforms. Pop Culture Crisis is Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk pop culture, celebrities, movies, entertainment, all that stuff. Come hang out with us. And you guys can follow me on X at Kellen PDL, where I... Uh re-x my friends and co-workers when they post some great points uh, but yeah follow me there thanks guys it was fun hanging out with you all tonight check out the clips we'll have up throughout the weekend yes. and then we are back monday thanks for hanging out Peace. judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.